Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, and you can join us. Bring up whatever is on your mind here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Got lots in the news to discuss here tonight, including a complete ban on Bitcoin vending machines, Bitcoin ATMs in the United Kingdom. We'll talk about uh, Mm. what's going on over there. Uh, Of course, with you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Conan. Uh, also, whatever's going on in Russia, Ukraine, there's always new crazy information uh, about that. What is true is, of course, the big question. And wholesale prices are now over 10%. Wholesale price increases. Uh, so wholesale, they call it the wholesale price, uh, what is it, the pr- producer price index. That's what it's called. So it's hit now a record high, double digits for the first time in the history of them recording this number uh, so yay! Yay! We're moving up. We're yeah. bone fever. No- bone fever number one. <laughs> Will someone ask Putin why he did this to us? There's certainly a lot of bad news to talk about here tonight, but we're going to start with surprising good news. Yeah, every in. now and then, it seems like they throw us a bone, and uh, and, and maybe it's a distraction. You know, maybe I don't it's, care, maybe man. it's I just take this one. Maybe it's just to uh, maybe a little alleviate some of the pain, the struggle of you know inflation and war and <laughs> masks. People still wearing masks in their car yeah. by themselves. But uh, this from uh, NBCNews.com, Washington: The Senate approved legislation Tuesday that would make daylight savings time permanent in the U.S. starting next year. And that headline. What does that even mean? Well, it's see, I didn't know this until Mark explained it to me at some point last year because Mark like gets off on talking about daylight savings. Evidently, daylight savings happens during the spring and lasts through the winter. Yeah, I have to look it up. When I saw the headline today, I had to look it up to see. Okay, is that right? Is that what we're in now, or was that what we just? It turns off in November for some, which is the opposite of what you would expect because you would think winter time would be the time you needed to save daylight. Mm -hmm. And daylight savings is that's a misnomer anyway it's you're just moving daylight. it's shifting yeah you're not creating yeah. more no. of it <laughs> it's it's double speak this is what the government does they, they this is how they get these types of things passed that's how they get the patriot act passed it's it's they, still amazing they call me. it something that's just upside down wrong and then they feed it to us and then we suck it up can like, you imagine benjamin franklin going in there and be like hey guys i've got this idea right and i smoked a bunch of pot last night but hear me out <laughs> with jefferson 
Benjamin Franklin. This goes yeah, back yeah, to Yeah, he then, was with right? Franklin. It's yeah. Jefferson. They were both smoking. Oh. They were smoking Jefferson's weed, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously. And they're like, okay, so what we're going to do is every year, we're going to jump the clock forward and then jump it back again. <laughs> it really goes back that long? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, according to this article, it was early 1900s for farmers. Wow. But I've heard it's the, it was Germany that did it for the war effort. And who knows? But I know Franklin was talking about it. You know those government guys. They love being able to say, we control time itself. Oh my, well, not after this. But See, I thought about that as well. If, it, like, if it passes. They're like, we have to delay this until 2023 because airlines are going to have to, you know, adjust their programming so they, the yeah. clocks don't automatically change or whatever. But if the market really demanded time to not change, they could just do that. Yeah, They'd get, get it hey, done. Hey, you know what? Arizona and Hawaii have been doing it forever. They don't have this nonsense, and and planes are coming from there, coming to and from there, right? We don't have to do it by state, though. Just like Walmart no longer observes daylight savings time, so when they say it's five o'clock, it's always five o'clock. I don't care if you if your government says it's four o'clock. You know the only the only uh, corporations, companies that need to make need to take note are the are the whoever is controlling the clock on my cell phone. Mm-hmm. And and my computer because it all, every, all this happens automatically. I don't even notice it except for one clock in my house, which is my stove clock on oh, my microwave as well, mm-hmm. and it's one hour wrong right now. And and I might, I may or might not fix it. It may be six months with the wrong time on it. And you know, you just remember Y two K right, and how people were freaking out about what was going to happen on the the changeover from 1999 to the year 2000 and what computer systems were going to do. Are they going to all break? Do we need to upgrade all the software? Yeah, the whole world is supposed to blow up. There was a huge freak out over this and the market handled it. Yep. Yeah. So I think that they're giving uh, the extra year because it's likely the government that's going to have the problem <laughs> with the uh, with the switchover. They just oh, yeah. don't want to admit it. The bill called the Sunshine Protection Act. Oh, God. <laughs> Was passed by unanimous consent, meaning no, meaning no senators opposed it. If it isn't enacted, Americans would no longer need to change their clocks twice a year. Quote, we got it past the Senate, and now the clock is ticking to get the job done, so we never have to switch our clocks again, Senator Patty, Patty Murray, Democrat of Washington, said on the Senate floor. So I urge my colleagues in the House to act swiftly as the Senate. Let's get this bill on President Biden's desk and deliver more sunshine to Americans across the country. And now what does that even mean? So she's fallen into the trap. Government uh. creates sunshine, obviously. Exactly. So not so savings. This mm-hmm. this law saves us time somehow. And this lady, Murray, thinks that it's going to create an additional hour during the winter. Well, it does save a little bit of time in that we all spend time Changing clocks. Yes. Right? There's some amount Not of time. Not very much. I, it took me, like the drive over here, it took me all of two seconds to hold in the hour button on my clock mm-hmm. to make it skip ahead for an hour. Well, plus I always forget one or two clocks somewhere mm. and then I end up And you freak out one day, you see the wrong time. And yeah. Daylight savings time started in the U.S. in 1918 to create more daylight wow. hours during the warmer months. That's when we enacted it. I think that it was still, I think Germany was still the first country mm. Uh, to to try this out and I and I thought it would have been around longer back than in that. early 1900 back at this time 1918 the U.S. was in love with Germany and all the crap that they were doing just goes to show how long it can take government to undo a terrible idea it over a hundred ex- years it was extended by four weeks starting in 2007 I don't really remember that uh, states are not required to follow daylight savings time this is the other mm-hmm. this was the other option it's just like why even 
why even put up with this nonsense? Let's just not do it. Let's just do what Arizona did. There were some proposals in New Hampshire about this. Unfortunately, they tied New Hampshire to surrounding states' decisions about it. And so whatever decision New Hampshire state reps were to have made wouldn't have mattered unless Massachusetts and Vermont or or Maine, I think it was. Yeah, they were trying uh, to create like an Atlantic time zone or something, correct? Yep. Here's some more quotes. So it never happened. More quotes. It's time for Congress to take up our bipartisan legislation to make daylight savings time permanent and brighten the coldest months with an extra hour of afternoon sun. <laughs> Senator hold, hold Sheldon on. Whitehouse. Is that accurate? Well, I mean, you would an have extra an extra hour, hour in the afternoon. That's true. It would uh, correct. It would be in the okay. but only in the afternoon, but not an extra hour of sunlight throughout correct. the twenty four hour period. Right. Okay. But I don't, I don't. The, I don't think people get it. Have you seen? Have don't. you seen this meme? Or the it's the it's the the Native American. And he's like only the white man could believe that he could pass a law that would get him mm-hmm. one extra. And it was his analogy was only a white man believes that he can cut the the top of the blanket off and sew it to the bottom and think he gets a longer blanket. When you say you don't think people get it, what do you mean? People are stupid. People are stupid to think that it actually creates an additional hour of sunlight. <laughs> to be fair, it kind of does, right? You do have one twenty three hour day suddenly. And they all say that this is for the farmers. But you know what the farmers do? They, they don't follow the clock. They follow the sun. The sun. Yeah. So if it's an, when, or whenever the rooster starts that's crowing. That's when they're getting up. That's when they're getting up. They don't, they're not looking at the clock. and It's, it's not telling them when to. Ridic- it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it so ridiculous. it's not for the farmers. It never was. But you know what? I don't care. They can market this however they want to. It's the the smartest, best piece of legislation, <laughs> the the most agreeable piece of legislation that could yeah. possibly come out of uh, of the government right and now. And when you consider just the misery, it's it's always nice in the uh, fall mm-hmm. when you get an extra hour. And here I even here I even saying it, but it's, it's but, not though but, because but last, the last the Sunday, start, then suddenly the sun is setting at four thirty in the afternoon. He's just saying on that one day okay. when you get the extra hour. Well, at least they do it on Sunday and not like uh-huh. Sunday night, Monday morning. Now that would really screw people oh, up. Yeah. Well, there are people that that die, right? They have heart attacks and strokes. And I, think, I think more than anything, car it's, accidents. It's car accidents. Yeah. Yeah, because this throws off people's sense of normalcy and yeah, it's almost like they did it on purpose. Well. I mean, they did it on to purpose, but I don't know if they did it to kill people. I think well, it was just a, the government is way better. These are the same people, people who put, decided to put fluoride in the water. It, yeah, it was just an ill-advised move, and uh, and the fact that the Senate has passed this unanimously, unanimously yeah. suggests that maybe this is actually going to happen now. Yeah, except it's got to go through Biden too. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they can o- veto override, right? Oh, that's true. They have a, they have the numbers. I presume they have such a thing at the federal level. Uh, there's more coming up here. 603-283-6160. Uh, we'll see how it does in the house. You can share your thoughts with us as well. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Joining you in the studio tonight, you've got Ian. Are you? And Conan. Phones are open. Uh, of course, you can bring up anything you want coming up. We're going to get into uh, some... Once again, Elon Musk, apparently. We, we talked about him last night, and Aria, you've got something else that he said that has... Uh, he's hard caught, not to talk about, because he is a character. Caught right? your attention. We'll, he's, a, he's a troll. We'll get into that. He's becoming he's a troll. He's becoming troll. 
more and more a troll than uh, than ever. You know, if you've got a ton of money, he's you might have been a troll, man. You might as well troll everybody, right? I mean, if he's if he's legit, if you if you even trust the guy, what is a legit troll? <laughs> well, no, if he's legit and actually and actually he means all these things that he's talking. Because the Liberty Movement, I know, I know oh, a lot of guys. Get, I know, I know. Who love this dude, and I'm like, man, you got to be careful. <laughs> I'm thinking, I, I, I straight up think he's big. He's good cop, bad cop. He's he is the good mm. cop to um, Bill Gates, bad cop, or or Fauci's bad cop. Well, he's just. Gonna, he's, I find that more plausible than I do because I, I see the same libertarians right praising this guy as a hero when he's not. Yeah, I mean, if have you seen his tweets uh, when it comes to China and whatnot? On China's platforms, he's all like, "Your good guys are good to go. I like what you're doing." Mm. And it's like, "Wow, man! I mean, who do you really who who's whose game are you really playing?" It's a good question. Well, we're, we're gonna, gonna make some money. Yeah, there you go. That's what he worships. Now I do like capitalists. <laughs> so in that well, so in that respect, he's only somewhat of a capitalist, right? Most of his wealth comes from you know sucking off the government mm-hmm. and getting money from other corporations because of the government. Now, now, so. You, you know he thinks he's the hero of his own simulation? Aren't we all? No. To him, we're all NPCs. We're all part of the game. He is to, the no. hero. How do you, what, 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 I'm the he hero said, in my simulation. He's just an NPC in my simulation. Has he said something like that? His his ex said that about him. That this is what he believes. That's true for uh, everyone. No, no, I, I, no, it's not. You don't I, think you're the hero in your own universe? No, 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 I think we're all NPCs, and this is a simulation to <laughs> to to break us out of. This is a, this is a humanizing so simulation. You don't, hold on, you don't believe in your own autonomy? Oh yeah, I, and whether I'm a sovereign and that I have control over my actions, uh-huh. even though it's a simulation and there's it's all code. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I do believe that. Okay, okay. but then I don't believe I'm the hero. Then you're not an I don't, NPC. I don't believe that I'm the god king of this universe. Well, there's a difference between a player character and, you know, like the chosen one, right? Okay, so, all right, so let's go, let's step back. I'm, no, I do not, and I absolutely do not believe that I am the chosen one of this universe, and I don't believe you, either you two are either. I don't believe the universe has a chosen one. <laughs> well, it's, of course it does, it's Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> I could see why someone, you know, who bought their own press and was totally given into ego would walk away under the delusion that they were the hero within their universe. I just don't agree. I think player character in my universe, sure, but hero? All right, here's what it is. All right, so simulation. Mm -hmm. We're all NPCs. Every single one of us. But we are, by definition, not NPCs because we have autonomy. That's what makes the NPC the NPC. We We don't all have the same level of enlightenment. That's the whole point of the simulation, to break out of it, to break out of the matrix. So we're all at different levels. I would say that, that still we isn't three, what defines an NPC, though. An NPC is someone who just reacts based on programming and doesn't have independent thought and independent will. You have some NPCs that don't say anything. You have some that are just there to get eaten <laughs> by the monster. You have some that actually right. will carry dialogue with you. They actually, right. uh, what's, the, what's the code test where you yes or no, yes, no, yes, no. Turing test. I'll come back to that. Uh, we there are there are different levels of enlightenment, autonomy, and I think that we just just in our daily lives, you know, looking at these silly articles and talking about them on on air and thinking about these things, uh, we have a and questioning, especially questioning authority. We're at a different level. But we're, you still say that we're NPCs. Correct. <laughs> 
I think you're conf- play, playing a game. But and you the know point of can- the game is to Con- win. No, see, Conan, you play games. You know the difference. If you're playing the game, you are a player character, not a non-player character. That's what NPC stands thank for. Thank you, yes. Yeah. It's non-player character. All right, well. You can't be a player while being a non-player character. I think the whole point is to gain absolute 100% control, and then you become the player character. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But, it, it, but if you can't control every aspect, if you can't stop bullets with your mind, you're not there yet. Okay, so you need your avatar that exists within the simulation to develop superpowers? To control it, yes. But that doesn't help the person who exists. Is there someone outside of the simulation that is controlling this avatar? Good question. Are we strapped in to cubicles, our little cubes, our, our mucus cubes, or whatever we that was? We have to be. Otherwise, there's nothing there to give us autonomy. Otherwise, we are just programs. But can't a program uh, learn? It can. If it's programmed to learn, it can. If it's so not programmed to can learn, an then AI, it can't. Can an AI learn? It starts with just ones and zeros, and then it, before you know it, it's having a conversation with you. It's not can. You. It's, is it programmed to learn? Or is it just giving... Because it's not going to learn if it's not programmed to or learn. Or if it doesn't choose to, which is, which is the problem with a lot of the If it's NPCs not programmed to have world. choice, it can't make that choice. I'm thinking... All right, well, I'm, I'm thinking that everyone was given the option to break out if they choose to most people choose not to they don't question so it so then you're saying they're not non-player characters they're, they're not true they're i guess in, in aria's definition they are the true non-player characters that uh, will never evolve but they're player characters who just you know they've dedicated their lives to living out their second life fantasy and to forget that it's a fantasy and my my question is are those in fact non-player characters they have got. They have delved so deep into their fantasy, their escapism that now. But they they have actually become. I would say no. Just like David Duchovny never really became Fox Mulder. He was always just an actor an playing actor? that character. Yeah, but he. But he went. I don't. I'm not thinking that he. Even if he had went, his girlfriend call him Fox but, when he was at the house, not acting he, anymore. Let's assume that he did though. Let's assume he went all in, and for the rest of his life, people just called him Fox. <laughs> well, Mulder. he lost autonomy. He didn't become Fox Mulder, though. He became David Duchovny, who lost his mind and became convinced he was Fox Mulder. (laughs) What are we talking about? He didn't suddenly become an FBI agent hunting aliens, right? This didn't actually happen, right? David Duchovny doesn't actually believe (laughs) he's Fox Mulder. (laughs) That was just an example of an actor playing a role, right? I don't know if that was in the news and I missed something. 
Well, I mean, these people are just actors who are playing a role and they've played it so long, so well that they've forgotten that they're playing a role. That doesn't stop them from being actors playing a role. They Some just... actors do that. They become weird. And know, the next thing, and the next thing you know, they're, they're... David Duchovny, right? Well, that, let's, the better, the, probably the better example is the Joker guy, Leto. His, his, his own co-workers not, weren't having it because he was bringing dead, dead birds as gifts to people and he was always in character. And That's his, a certain type of acting, though, isn't it? Is that what they call it? Me- is that method acting? Method acting. Where they're always in character? And some people take it way too far. I think Jim Carrey did it in The Man Over the Moon mm. when he was doing that comedian. Yeah, some people take it over the top. And it's like, are you really still in control? And or are you have you become this person? Are you even in control of your body anymore? Your what she's coming out of your mouth, or have you been taken over by the machines? So what is a non-player character? This went in a very interesting direction. Uh, if you want to share your thoughts with us here, what do you think about what Conan's saying? Is, is everybody a non-player character until they can break out of it? Did I understand that correctly, Conan? Yeah. All right, the number here is 603-283-6160. You can join the show if you can choose to call in. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. It's Free Talk Live. You can join the show here. Just dial in at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Whether you want to talk about daylight saving time or NPCs, the non-player character, we're getting deep into Conan's beliefs about... The universe slash. Let's not call them beliefs. Let's just say that I'm throwing theories. I'm throwing noodles at the at the wall to see what sticks. Theories that you're highly interested in. It's so weird out there. I'm trying to understand why people are so stinking weird. Why people are still wearing masks alone in their car. What is that? Oh, Pure dude, fear. It's, it's so simple. People are stupid. Yeah, why? That's it. That's, it. That's all there but is. Why are how how have we gotten to where we're at? Government. They run the schools. But, I mean, was it always like this? I mean, or is the this average a new person... Because these are old no, people. These are boomers. you got to remember, like, evolutionarily, the stupid people would would have died, right? Mm-hmm. Because they, they wouldn't have listened when they were told to wash their hands before they eat or stuff like that. You're, so, what you're saying is so we haven't have had a good off. war in a while? No, suddenly we have warning labels and too many ways of keeping stupid people alive, right? Like... Mm-hmm. Seatbelts, airbags, helmets, all of these other things that, you know, are a good idea, but stupid people wouldn't do them if they weren't told to do them. Like, don't blow dry your hair while taking a shower, things like that. You, 
Survival of the fittest has been overridden, is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. The average survival rate now is significantly higher than it was. So just like a cat has, you know, nine kittens or whatever, most of them are going to die off. That that used to sort of be the case with humans. That's why Mm -hmm. our grandparents had, you know, nine kids or whatever. Now they only have two or three. But this, it's not, you're not getting the best anymore. You're just getting whichever random three happened to pop out. And eh, maybe they're <laughs> all right. But I don't know. Looking around, I'm like, there right. sure are a lot of people, you know, Mike. Yeah, but a lot of this, a my, lot of this weirdness is coming from people who, well, you, we, we just said government. And I was about to say educated people who are educated, uh, who should know better. And yet that it, you, you, so you think that they would have a clue. They would do their own research. They would question, you know, life. The science, mm. government, and yet they don't. They're falling right along with it. Well, that's what the system's been designed for. I mean, there was a time, but when it's that always didn't been exist. like that. It's ever since we were in caves when the when you had the, the the head honcho caveman who's you know beating others over the head to take control to take the alpha. It's been like that since day one. And what, yeah, I mean, but you so what's remember different? What would have happened back then? The person who had the the evolutionary trait to speak up and say, hey, no, I'm not listening to you just because you came in here and busted a bunch of skulls. He either took over or no. he became an outcast, and if he became no. an outcast, a he wolf. gets his skull broken in, and he <laughs> dies and doesn't procreate. So you end up breeding the the obedience characteristic into people mm-hmm. because the ones who weren't obedient got their heads busted in by the guy who came in with the club. So idiocracy. It's Yeah, it's really more of a documentary than anything else. The, the 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 one dystopian fiction that that's floats around out there everyone says they had the timelines and you are here or the the Venn diagrams and which one of these you know dystopians are we actually in right now we are not far from putting bondo on our crops you're, you're absolutely <laughs> right about that was that what they called it bondo Bra- uh, brondo brondo that was okay, yeah, yeah, basically gatorade <laughs> it's got electrolytes that's right it should good. be good for them right what plants crave no so it's just i'm just floating ideas um, you know, we we were talking Elon, and he's he's a, a huge proponent of the uh, the simulation theory. Thinks he's his own his own god king and his and his uh, version. Um, it's a neat idea. I do think a lot of this coming back to simulation or the embrace the, the embracing of simulation is uh, uh, basically a lot of godless people who basically have been uh, blasting uh, creator theory all to hell, and yet they turn right around and make up their own creator theory which is, is what which is what simulation, simulation is it's something mm-hmm. was built maybe it's maybe our ancestors uh maybe it's alien life mm-hmm. uh, who have or who are just running running did the simulation theory exist before the matrix came out oh yeah okay just oh, curious. That's, where do you think they got their ideas okay. from in fact in fact if you if you talk to the naysayers the mate the wakowskis ripped off a lot of people to make that movie well you gotta borrow ideas well yeah there's nothing new there's under no, the sun right um but uh and and hate is going to hate. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's one of the best. But hands the, down. And and I'm taking red pill. It's ours. You left. You can't have it back. Supposedly, it's a trans thing. No, well, we actually got into that a, a few months ago when the movie came out back in December, and they had said, uh, Ari, if I recall correctly, one of the Wachowskis, the other one Le- of them has like gone silent, and then there's the one that did the the directing of this movie. She said it was all about the train scene, the subway scene. That was her scene, and that's that whole movie was uh, is about that scene where she was wanting to commit suicide or something back in the day, and she was standing on the tracks, and uh, I haven't heard anything about that. She said, according to what Arya's uh, you found, was that she didn't purposely put anything in there that was 
per se trans related. Yeah, there's it's, this huge mythology that all of the movies are just you know trans allegories, yeah. right? And or allegories. Allegory. Yeah, and that's simply not true. Uh, all the headlines say that, but when you look to what the Wachowski sisters actually said, one of them said something to the effect of, we actually don't know what in there is about being trans and what isn't. I mean, we were just creating art. So Yeah, I mean, it could have been yeah. something subconscious, but yeah. that would have been the most that... And then, and then, of course, there was the Switch character that was chosen that to... Was, now, that was brought up. That was an intended... Uh, removal from their their original concept right it was going to be a trans character but then would, or someone Warner who just Brothers or someone who just role played as yeah. another as the opposite sex the opposite yeah. gender and actually that would have been pretty cool if it had gone actually it was like 1999 that, but, i don't know yeah. why it didn't happen i think that was a neat idea yeah, like yeah. i said when we watched it i was in the military half of my buddies were all playing everquest mm-hmm. half of them were playing women Females. characters yeah and so that came out and we're all like you know that that made com- complete sense i'm i'm surrounded by you guys <laughs> yeah so let's go back to elon musk here because uh, aria you had a story about him that you Yeah the to whole reason about. we got into simulation theory and all of that was because you mentioned that elon musk's ex-girlfriend had accused him of believing that he's the hero in his own universe or whatever something to that effect well, she's in the news again, evidently, because now she's dating Chelsea Manning. And I've got to say, wow. based on the pictures here, good for Chelsea Manning. This chick's pretty hot, right? Uh, Grimes. I don't. Grimes. I don't even know her first name. The article doesn't. I think that's her name. No, that is her she's name. She's one of those one names like Prince. Uh, and she chose Grimes. <laughs> doesn't sound like someone very clean. No. So evidently, Elon Musk is being accused of sharing a transphobic meme following reports of Grimes dating Chelsea Manning. After it appeared on Consequence, whatever that is. Oh, I just realized. I just put this together. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm steamrolling you. Go ahead. No, go I, ahead. No, I just realized. So there's, so Musk has just put out this new Netflix meme. Yeah. And Ma- I, and Musk I do- isn't aware of what his ex is doing with Chelsea Manning. Yeah, but, he ju- but, they, but we all just found out. Maybe he just found out, too. I don't think he's paying any attention to her. And I and I think this notion that you know he's he's paying attention to his ex and he's posting this meme that happens to contain a trans joke because his <laughs> ex is dating a trans person uh, that's silly. I don't know, but I just realized it. And he is a distraction. Well, whatever you whatever you believe about him or not, he's definitely a distraction. So this, I looked at the meme in question because uh, the article here that they were too cowardly to actually share. They even said. We're not going to share it in this article, but you can find it oh, here. Oh, my God. Right. And you do link your, to do, it. Do your own research. <laughs> I thought we weren't allowed to do that. And it's just that uh, Hispanic guy, I forget his name, uh, sitting on a park bench, overweight. Uh, it's very badly edited for whatever reason. And Pablo just, Escobar, the character. Yes, that's it. Yeah, it's from some movie. And it says, Netflix waiting for the war to end to make a movie about a black Ukraine guy falling in love with a transgender Russian soldier. <laughs> and... That's funny. It's, it's kind of funny. It's not funny. It's like, ha ha, I, I get it. Especially if you consider all the nonsense that Netflix is putting out these days. It's like they're, it's like they're at the bottom of the barrel, it's just scrounging around down there looking for new ideas. But see, it's a bad joke. The Russian soldier wouldn't be the trans one. Because Russians kill trans people. Well, yeah, but also be, the black the, guy wouldn't be from Ukraine either because there aren't that many black people in Ukraine. So, no, the black guy would have to be from Russia, but the trans person would have to be from Ukraine in order for this to make any sense at all. What do neo-Nazis think about trans? I, I don't think they're fans. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm saying, you're saying the trans would have to be from Ukraine, but they, they, have, a, they have a problem, right-wing problem. Well, they're not fans of Jews either, but they're allowing a Jewish president. I don't know if they voted for that guy. 
All right, we're going to continue here. The number, if you want to join the show, is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can bring up whatever's on your mind, your thoughts on the latest trans controversy. we got something else, too, coming up. It's Free Talk Live in this vein. It's Free Talk Live. Phones are open here, and you can join the show. Just dial in at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're once again talking about Elon Musk. Two nights in a row, apparently people are all upset about a tweet that he made, which was not even a great joke, but kind of funny. Like, okay, I get it. He's making fun of Netflix. And it should have just ended there, but yeah, no. Yeah, I don't see how it's making fun of trans people. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, I don't think I don't think it was either. But, well, they uh, think it was. Re- reread it if you don't mind, since people are always just tuning in here. Uh, and by the way, the number again is 603-283-6160. And I do want to say thank you to James Hellerman, who is a Free Talk Live supporter of our AMPS program. You can uh, join our Patreon, as James has done. He's a gold level, which means he's doing at least 10 bucks a month. We only ask for 5 but thank you, James, for supporting what we do here and helping us advertise, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live and getting on new radio stations with the ideas of freedom. So if you appreciate what we do, like James... Go to amps.freetalklive.com and you can get signed up there. And now what's the name of the meme template? It's the sad man at the, at the bench guy or something? Pablo Escobar. So it's a guy it's sitting at the bench. It's some sort of movie. I think it's like a, some kind of movie from you know about Pablo Escobar and he looks sad. He's very sad and he's scene. sitting there and he's you know waiting for something, yep. waiting to die, waiting for the, the ship to get there. Who knows? But... I, I don't know. Uh, the meme itself says Netflix waiting for the war to end to make a movie about a black Ukraine guy falls in love with a transgender Russian soldier. I said it earlier, but I fixed some of the obvious grammatical mistakes with it. And this yeah. time I just didn't bother to. What I want to know is why did Elon Musk change his Twitter name to Elona Musk? <laughs> huh? Really? Because it sounds more feminine. <laughs> See, that's more. I mean, if you want to call the guy transphobic. <laughs> Call attention to that and not this stupid meme. Yeah, they took that one girl, the that meme one isn't actor. Transphobic. It's just stupid. They took that one actor apart when she changed her uh, uh, pronouns to beep bop boop. Hold on, hold on. Who? The, what? Ma- the Mandalorian actress who got who got canceled. 
I don't remember. I didn't name. watch any of that. However, well, okay. Well, before you go on, I did. I did not know he changed his Twitter handle. Now that sounds like he's trolling. That sounds, <laughs> yeah, it does. That sounds like he heard the trans trans people. Some of them, the community. What do they call themselves? The community, or that's something what like they're. That? That's what people call them. That they I don't got know upset. that they actually call themselves. No, that. they call themselves something like that, and they capitalize the collective. It. The collective. The collective. That's collective. It. And they got, what? They got really pissed at me because I'm not part of it. <laughs> no, no crap. Because I go against quote the collective capital C. Obviously, yeah. So, so, so he he caught wind that the collective was angry, so he changed his name to Elona Musk. I think. I think that, I would have too if I knew they were it. calling themselves a the collective. That's horrible. I yeah. think that's probably the case as well. However, previously to this, he apparently was transphobic when he said in 2020 on Twitter, "Just pronouns suck." That's all he said. <laughs> pronouns suck, and somehow that's transphobic Mm. is your trans identity so tied to what pronouns people use for you that anyone even talking about the word pronouns negatively is transphobic i don't understand imagine just sitting around and waiting for someone to say something to upset you right like (laughs) move on that's what these people seem to do i mean any mention of trans people in on Twitter or Facebook or something like that is going to get some, whoever mentions them called transphobic. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm I'm just going to go there. We need a we need a good war. We really do. We need what? we need something for people to fight. Something to take their minds off of these little trivial microaggressions. That's the that's what the problem is. They need real aggression. They need real aggressors <laughs> and aggression. Something to you know. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, it sounds like a really bad plan, Conan. I I don't know what else to do, man. It's whole. It's there's nothing you can do. I mean, th- this is the world that uh, we have found ourselves in, and the, the world that we've created. I didn't create this. We're world. a part of it. Well, we that haven't. Doesn't mean we consented. We're still playing the game, and we have, <laughs> we haven't woke up yet. We haven't uh, escaped yet. Have you tried eating the silica pack? It, that's that. They tell me that's how it how it really works, <laughs> uh, and the lead paint. If you mix the lead paint with the silica pack, you, you're good to go. You're Kids, gonna, don't try this at home. You're gonna wake right up. Uh. All right, so uh, what else do we need to know, Arya, about uh, this? That's pretty much it okay. on that one. People I, are mad. They're y- mad. They're always trans mad. People, some, tr- some trans people met. What percentage of trans people are, like, All of them, except, except Arya. Yeah, like, are in yeah, your well, camp, Arya. Yeah, so how many, are, how many are actually good to go sane? Because you're the only trans I know. You mean, like, I know not, a lot of gay not, dudes. Crazy, not part not, of the collective. Not frothing at the mouth. I, I, I may know... Th- of three, like that's a pretty, around that's the a planet, pretty good around number. the planet, yeah. around the planet. Most though. of them through internet. I mean, do you know any other trans people? Uh, I know one trans person, like here. like have regular conversations with and consider a friend. No, yeah. see, I know a few. One of them complete completely crazy. Uh, I, I know one who moved here uh, for the Free State Project. Who uh, Renee and I met at a party once. We we're very kind to. We were some of the only people that actually took the time to hang out with this person and and you know speak with her. Um, and then she proceeded to turn against the Free State Project and wrote hit piece articles, including you know me about how bad of a person I am. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. Mm. One I know is a hardcore leftist, totally crazy. The other one. <laughs> It's totalitarian, but leaning toward right totalitarianism. So that's a that's a weird mm. cookie by itself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she she's not a leftist any longer, but she's she's becoming more and more like a Nazi. Oh really, boy, which is that's weird. Scary. And well, that that's it for the trans people that I personally know. Hmm. The rest of them are all on Online social people. media. Yeah, and you know I tend toward p- people who are these 
these hardcore leftist trans people, they don't remain friends with me long on mm-hmm. Facebook. Because I'm like, oh my God, how can you how say that? How can you say that? I know. <laughs> you have a different opinion. You sound just like Dave Chappelle. Well, at the moment, I'm told that the trans LGBTQ liberty community is mad at me because of stuff I said in June when I talked about Pride Month and how you can't say... You know, you're born gay and then take pride in that because then you're just taking pride in the circumstances of your birth, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. You're not taking pride in accomplishing anything or doing anything. Mm-hmm. You're taking pride. That, hey, look, guys, I'm proud that I was born this way. That's nothing to be proud of. Sure. Yeah, it's like any history month, any color history month, whether yeah, it be like, Jewish and or you black. You might as well be or, claiming white pride at that point. Mm-hmm. You didn't do anything to you be white. Anything. You're just white. Yeah. And they got it's really, not an accomplishment. It's not your accomplishment. It's someone else's. And let me tell you, the trans people got really upset when I compared being gay and having gay pride to white pride. Ooh, wow. <laughs> they were not happy about that. But it's exactly the same, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. Like, imagine me being proud that I'm six feet tall. I didn't, I didn't do anything to be six feet tall. That's just how it happened, right? Right. And that's the argument they make about being gay and being trans and all yeah, these other things. That's a great point. I don't think I've ever heard anybody mention that before. That's a really good one. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, they don't care for that particular no. point. Well, it makes them it it makes them look like egotistical maniacs. Yeah, well, right. It, Be- it it call it calls out their you know it calls out the truth. You say, why are you who you are? Is it because you want that trophy on the wall? Is it a trophy, or is it actually who you are? No, it's just a participation trophy. Yeah, and that's the issue with so many of them. That's why they want to take pride in it because if you. If you would ask me, like, name 10 things about yourself, being trans wouldn't make the top 10 mm-hmm. of those lists. But for all of these trans people, like, I know this one kid who was a video game streamer, involved in all sorts of charities, just doing awesome things, and suddenly came out as trans. And that's all this person's existence is focused on now. For, like, the last year, it's just trans crap, trans crap, trans crap. It's like, dude, girl, you used to have a personality. What happened to that? You used to be someone that I could respect. Wow. And now you're just this garbage person who's only defining characteristic is being trans oh uh, but maybe she's now defining herself as a pro-ukraine trans person because now there's this whole thing about like people who have completely made ukraine and supporting ukraine their entire personality and Mm, that that's that's what they're all about because that's like the new thing right now now it's not so cool to be all masky it's the new new mask now you got to be all in with the ukraine yeah, you get, this, instead it, of wearing a mask in your profile picture, you got to have it blue and gold. Yeah, you got to get some new clothing. The only difference this time around is they got the rights. They got the righty tighties on their side, too, this time. Mm. Whereas before. Yeah, but was, now they're Nazi sympathizers, and we get to call them Nazi sympathizers. So true. all of these Ukrainian supporters now just start calling them, okay, Nazi sympathizer. Yeah. You're a Nazi sympathizer. You're talking about, I'm talking about right wingers who are all about. They're Nazi sympathizers, too. If you're on Ukraine's side in this, side, you are a Nazi sympathizer. Oh, that could get, that gets you on both fronts. I don't care, man. Screw them. I'm right. Well, uh, so apparently, speaking of the Nazis and uh, Putin, who claims he's trying to denazify Ukraine, Ilona Musk has posted, uh, <laughs> I see you're a tough negotiator. Okay, you can have 10% more pay-per-view money. And then he's got an image of uh, Putin riding a bear chested on the back of a bear. Have you seen that? It's, it's an edited image. I have. That, originally that, that was on from a, like 2011 or something. It's old, but it's still hilarious <laughs> to see it. So, uh, and and then Elon has the flamethrower. And did you cover hands. the hand on, hand-to-hand combat? We talked about it briefly, but there's so much to say about it, man. <laughs> Let's talk about it, because I don't know anything about it, except what, that he wants, to, he wants to fight Putin hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, yeah. No, he wants to get murdered that. by Putin. Talk he would. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
The number here is 603-283-6160. You can join us. And coming up, uh, more about a Christian teacher being fired. We'll tell you for what on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 27th through July 3rd for the 6th Annual Fork Fest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which sold out for the first time in 2021. ForkFest takes place the week after ForkFest, but ForkFest is decentralized, which means that there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 27th through July 3rd. There's no better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can find out more at the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest Forum. You can find links to those at ForkFest.Party. We hope to see you there. ForkFest.Party. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can join us here. The number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Coming up, a Christian lady has been fired from her teaching job, and we're going to find out what that was all about. That's coming up here tonight with you. It's Ian. Are you? And Conan. And also, we will get into what is happening with Bitcoin ATMs being prohibited in the country of the United Kingdom, that's kind of a shocking headline, uh, and we will uh, talk about all those things and more. Plus, apparently, the Saudi Arabian government is actually now considering accepting the Chinese yuan instead of the dollar for oil sales. <laughs> uh, they're just considering it, but if they're, you know, if that actually were to happen, it would be a pretty big hit against the hegemony of the U.S. dollar. And uh, we continue here, though, with your calls and thoughts. We go to, let's see, Sarah is on the line listening in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. So uh, I've been listening to the news. And so the, the Chinese, they're denying that they're trading and giving money to the Russians, the economy. And the, Mr. Sullivan in the U.S., they're accusing China of funding Russia and giving them money to fund the war. China so, is definitely giving Russia money. I mean, that that's China is not denying that. Are yeah. we talking about when you say giving them money? Are you talking about foreign aid, just direct handing them billions of dollars, or are we saying China's buying things from Russia in probably to use both in, in industry? No, but where do you, where do you get the facts though? How do you know for sure that they are giving them money? I I don't. That's a fair point. I don't them. know for sure. Well, that, that's what the Chinese are saying. They're being accused unless or, uh, unless they have intercepted a secret code or through the satellite. They could do that track telephone, <laughs> the phones. Yes, no, I mean, it's that teenager. Sarah, what tracking. is your opinion on this? Do you think the Chinese government should be giving the Russian government money? Well, you know, my opinion, as I, I, I'm very convinced that they are doing it because they were at the Olympics. They were all chummed out with each other. The the Xi Jinping, the Chinese president, they opened up the Olympics together. I mean, and he is part of the Communist Party. I mean, they're out, 
Everybody knows that. Are you that. saying that the you communist I mean? government is lying? Um. Well, I mean, in order for to help out Russia, they're both communist countries. Okay, but so is the just, Chinese government lying about helping Russia? You know, I I really think he is. I I really think they are. It's a covert. I mean, that's the only way they're gonna pro- promote communism is to get have all of us buy everything from Walmart, which is made in China, and all of the shoes that we got on our foot is made in China. And the money goes to China, and then they funnel it out into Russia, and then they expand communism. So (laughs) I don't know how. I don't know (laughs) how. I'm laughing because you you present this long list of capitalist transactions, and then end it with, and magically that creates (laughs) communism. communism. (laughs) Sarah, let me ask you: if it's if it's wrong if it's wrong for China to to support Russia during this during this event. Would you also agree that it's wrong that pretty much every other country is sending support to Ukraine? Well, I am in support of China supporting Russia. Yeah, she doesn't think it's wrong, to... Conan. She believes that this is a step towards communism. She thinks that... Russia's she the good that, guy here, right? She believes that Vladimir Putin is a secret communist and that everything he's doing is designed to bring back the Soviet Union. And that's why he's invaded uh, Ukraine, is to bring back the Soviet Union. Well, that's what the talk shows she listens to tell her, that, that he's all about bringing Mother Russia back to its, to its glory. Is that what conservative talk radio is saying? Because sure. I thought that was just Sarah's opinion. No, 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 no. They, the, the, conserva- the right-wingers are all, okay. all about Putin's whole goal in this is to, is to bring Russia back to its glory days. Does Sarah listen to the right wingers though? She does. I think she, she listens. listens to she radio. listens to us. So I mean, well, we're not right wingers. No, no. She, but I mean, she, if she listened to us, she'll listen to anything. Yeah, she said on the air that she listens to uh, the former, I think, Secret Service guy Dan Bongino. Well, yeah, because you know what? The, what 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 he says? He's saying the truth, and they'll say say he's lunatic, and he'll say, "Well, he's a lunatic. He's nuts. You know, that's never gonna happen." Uh, and they'll say, well, they're capital snap. That why are they saying that they want to be? So that I listen to it because whatever they're saying that's a lie. The opposite is the truth. Where he he's expanding communism. I mean, yes. Okay, but and just so, to clarify, you're saying the Chinese government is going to make communism possible by doing capitalism. Right, right, right. That's correct. I don't know how that, that follows. Uh, how are you going to transition a society? Who has gotten used to buying and selling things and having has a, some, has a growing middle class, some level of independence uh, for themselves economically? We're not saying I'm not saying China's a free country or anything like that, but economic freedom has grown there in the last you know few decades. How are you going to convince that population to all of a sudden get rid of all of that and go back to being a communist dictatorship? Well, I mean, don't they have a upstanding communist party and the president is part of the communist party? Yes, the Chinese speak. government is officially communist. That is true. That's true. And the current president supposedly has been moving things in a less market-oriented direction. At least this is what I've heard from somebody who has lived over there or had family over there. Um, however, the Chinese communism to, of today and of the last 10 or 20 years is nothing like what it was prior to that there's a lot more going on in the marketplace now and and that is creating a lot of wealth uh for as you say conan the middle class 
that are as a growing group. That's, of, that's the key to success right there in any society is the middle class. Right. So you're saying wipe away the middle class. You're saying wipe away all classes, force everybody to live to the same standards, just like they do in North Korea, right? They, they might not get away with it this time because the, the, the people well, might rise up this time. Well, the yeah. thing is, um, I, guess, I guess what they have is like a socialism mixed economy just to get money from America. So that Venezuela, if they get money, it's still a communist country. They might funnel that money back to Russia uh, to take over Europe. Why does so the Chinese communist government need money from America? Um, what, so you know, because communism okay, can't work yeah, without yeah, a big capitalist, for, you know, freer nation. I to know send that, money but in, I right? wanted to hear Sarah <laughs> say that. Here's here's what I want to know, Sarah. This is the most important question ever. I Ooh. found out that your grandmother is an immigrant from China. Korea. From Korea? Yeah. She, she she was fleeing communism. I was told your grandmother fled communism to come here right, right. to be free. That's correct. So well, I'm, was, I'm very curious okay. as to how you came about. Your belief well, system. Well, when a man loves a woman. <laughs> After ahead. that. Go ahead, Sarah. After that. Okay, so actually my mom's side of the family is actually from North Korea. So my great-great-grandmother on my mom's side was North Korean, and I guess they she was wealthy. I mean, from a wealthy family or something, she was... Uh, and so then that they felt like they had to run um, to South. That's what they were taught. So she can keep her money? So that's what they did. Huh? And then I... But no the thing money. about it is that... She said she was wealthy. You, know, the, you don't get to keep that well, if I mean, you... Yeah, she was... Um, well if you're one of the, if you're one of the uh, you know, the politically connected classes, you might get a little bit more rice to eat and, you know, have a nicer apartment in which to live, from what I understand, from, you know, the people who've escaped. Obviously, I don't know. I've never lived there. But from the people who have escaped from North Korea. And when you escape, what are you going to take with you? You, you can't Suitcase. access your... Yeah, yeah get you, you can't access anything in North Korea, so you got nothing in the bank or anything like that, and your money's probably not gonna not gonna be any good in South Korea. Sarah, did you know your grandma? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. She lived until like 110 years old. Yeah, I've, I've known her quite a bit, and and I've told her that I turned a co- communist, and she said we're not gonna get along, and she explained <laughs> to me what happened to her when she got run down, and I was I was kind of a, astonished. Um, but the thing about yeah, it is that, you didn't care. You didn't care what happened yeah, to her, right? Did, didn't she tell you about how horrible it was? Did no, she, she? Did she, she not have stories? Ever, no, but she never lived in a communist country. She ran out before it turned communist. How? When whoa, 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 whoa. When, when did she escape from North Korea? Well, during the war, they, they actually captured them. They snuck out yeah. in the middle of the night. But Sarah, key words. Then, she fled the country before it became <laughs> a hellhole. She got out of Dodge because it was going down south. And again, Sarah refuses to actually move to North Korea, which would be the yeah. true communist paradise on the planet right now. Thanks, Sarah. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. Coming up, a Christian teacher has been fired. We'll get into why that happened. Aria's got that story on the way. Quick Russian, I'm not entirely sure if she was fired or suspended. We'll get into it. Uh, The number is 603-283-6160. If you want to join the show, you can bring up anything that's on your mind. 
And uh, is Russia seeking military aid from China? Well, that's according to someone in the United States. So a U.S. official is claiming that Russia is asking China for military equipment. And they're also saying that that? they're also saying that they're going to go get the biolabs that didn't exist a week ago. And they're saying that they're bombing this city and bombing it. I guess 180 mercenaries just got blown up. Really? Oh, in yeah. Ukraine? They In Ukraine, right there on the border. Who's hiring the mercenaries? Ukraine? Or? They're volunteers. Uh, can you call them mercenaries then? I thought it case? was a violation of, I think, the Geneva Convention to have mercenaries near the front. I'm not sure how that works, but I know that Russia came out and says that if we capture you, we are not going to treat you as uh, uh, war, war, war combat. So we're going to... We're going to treat you as criminals wow Um, well that's what the u.s did and of course they said 180 and ukraine says only like 38 or something actually died in the explosions but Mm -hmm. it's 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 rubbleized for sure it it was a base it was a ukrainian base a camp we're gonna get uh, into other stories your calls and thoughts welcome though first we go to richard in new mexico you're on free talk live richard yes on the nightly news tonight pfizer is apparently requesting a second booster authorization for a second booster. Of course they are. No. Yeah, no, 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 a second. No, aren't they up to the, aren't they requesting a fourth? That's what he's saying. So the second booster would be Oh, 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 gotcha, gotcha. The so fourth a, so shot. a fourth shot. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm 71 years old and I haven't got my first booster shot, nor do I intend to get my any booster shots. In my opinion, as a former Department of Justice special agent, I feel Pfizer is using the COVID virus as a moneymaker. I smell, yeah. I, I smell profiteering, and I'm really suspicious that uh, maybe some investigator with the Department of Justice needs to start following. Well, they're not the going to do that. Trail. I mean, you're absolutely right, Richard, that this is all about pharmaceutical company profits. That's what this whole COVID situation has really been, just to funnel money. record profits. Yeah, to funnel, you know, I don't know, hundreds of billions of dollars or whatever into these pharmaceutical companies. And there's no way the Justice Department is going to do anything about this because they're in on it. I mean, they're all part of the same governmental structure. But I thank you for the call tonight. I mean, he's not wrong uh, as far as his assessment there. They should go after good old Fauci. Who disappeared somewhere yeah, into the mist? That's not going to happen either. Make a, make, make a make a a meme out of him. He's been there through multiple administrations. He's not going anywhere. They need to take him out for uh, crimes against humanity. Uh, uh, you crimes know against beagles and, beagle, and beagles yeah. and monkeys and what else we don't even know. Right? Like, like, we'll we'll probably find out. I, I, probably someone's sitting right, written in their room typing away the the new book. Uh, the, the the crimes of Fauci. Now, they can expose him, and the worst that's going to happen is he'll just be asked to retire early. That's going to be it. Don't get your hopes up. But, Conan, you've got something related to the CDC tonight that you wanted to share. Uh, do you happen to have that? Yeah, this is, this is just something that we've been saying forever, since day one, that the... Uh, uh, the 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 consequences of the the lockdown and all, and everything that came with it, especially mm-hmm. the masking and the social distancing, idiocracy. CDC lowers expectations for child development, raising new questions for parents. The CDC has changed a list of children's developmental milestones for infants and young children 
marking the first update of its kind since 2004. Now, this move has generally been portrayed in media as a positive adjustment, which claims that it provides clearer benchmarks and can help identify developmental delays early. But what's really going on, this updated checklist moves milestones back. Uh, Well, obviously, I mean, children are now being, babies are seeing their parents wearing masks and things like that. And it's long been established that seeing smiling faces and things like that helps people grow. It's not just Especially the smiling babies. faces. It's, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the lip reading, mm-hmm. which is the yeah. most important thing. And you've had two years of infants, toddlers, not being able to see what's going on they around can't them. can't communicate. And so they have basically, they've pushed back this milestone. I think that the, uh, uh, the, re- the requirement was um, at 24 months, you need to know like 50 words. Mm-hmm. They've pushed it back to thirty months. Wow. Okay. So, so another half a year. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And they and and the the speech professional. Let's see if I can skip on down a little bit. I wasn't ready for this article, by the way. Oh no worries. So basically, they're saying we don't think kids uh, today can grow as fast, can learn as fast as previously. Yeah. And and uh, my yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. And, and, and a big question in my book is why is the CDC providing these guidelines what do they have to do with the development of children i have no idea why why is any academic associations taking guidance from the cdc on how where their kids should be uh, on the learning right weren't they supposed to control disease or something yeah. like that isn't that in their name i don't think well, it has i don't th- i don't think it has anything to do with kids it's, and learning it's typical that government agencies will grow far beyond their original intentions whatever their original purpose or whatever their original mission was they always you know, mission creep happens because it just, you know, if they can make their mission wider, then that means bigger funding, more bureaucracy, hiring more people, getting more buildings, etc. Jacqueline Theek, a clinical director and speech language pathologist at the Florida-based Speech and Learning Institute, has raised the alarm over the increase in babies and toddlers she is seeing with speech delays. Mm. We've seen a 364% patient increase in patients' referrals of babies and toddlers from pediatricians and parents, she said. Before the pandemic, only 5% of our patients were babies and toddlers. Now it's 20% of our patients, with parents calling it, quote, COVID delayed. Oh, my. Unquote. Well, at least the parents know what's going on. And, and uh, they pediatricians. They may be a little too late. Theek says the widespread use of face masks could be affecting children's speech development as babies start learning how to read lips as young as eight months old. There's no research out there yet saying that this could be causing speech and language delays, but most definitely I'm sure it's a factor, she says. It's very important that kids do see your face to learn, so they're watching your mouth. Also, just to know that you're loved, right? Like to be able to see... Not just the eyes of your parent, but again, the smile on, on their face, as you had said, Aria, the being able to actually see that expression or to be able to see when your parent's angry at you, right? Like, see, most people aren't, they're, they're not motivated by love. They think they are, but that, that's like some afterthought to them. That The fact that parents, I mean, that children genuinely need to feel loved, that's something they know in a cerebral kind of way, but mm-hmm. it's not something they truly understand and are willing to incorporate into their lives. To them, baby, plop it down in front of Blue's Clues or whatever kids are watching <laughs> these days. And that, that's how you raise a baby now. They, mm-hmm. they don't think of love as being a key ingredient that the child needs in order to develop in a healthy way. Well, you, oh, ship them off, you ship them off the preschool. But before that. Free health, free daycare. Yeah, we're talking about really early on here. Yeah, it's just Pre-preschool. television. Here's some Mickey Mouse. Oh, oh and here's, a, here's an iPhone. 
You're, you're yeah. right. A tablet. Play with this. Play with this app. Uh, all right. 603-283-6160. There's more about this. The delayed uh, development of children. The repercussions that we've all been talking about for two years. It, it's right here on our doorstep. Yep. Uh, and you can share your thoughts. If you want to weigh in, join us here. It's Free Talk Live. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Free Talk Live, and phones are open here. If you want to join us, you can. The number is 603-283-6160. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. All right, and Conan. 603-283-6160. And coming up here in just a few months from now, it is going to be time for Fork Fest, the 6th annual Fork Fest. It's a decentralized libertarian camping event. That happens in the White Mountains of New Hampshire. Very gorgeous location. Rogers Campground is the place. And unlike some other festivals, this one, you don't have to have a ticket. All you got to do to attend Fork Fest is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground June 27th through July 3rd. Now, if you do want to go to a ticketed event, come the week earlier and go to the Porcupine Freedom Festival. We attend intend to attend both of those festivals. Uh, Porcupine Freedom Festival, however, is nearing sellout status. It's probably at over 94% sold out at this point. So if you're intending to attend uh, that particular conference or festival, you need to get those tickets soon over at porkfest.com. But again, if you want a little bit more of a laid-back atmosphere, not as many people running around, uh, check out ForkFest. Go to forkfest.party to learn more about that event. Again, June 27th through July 3rd. We will look forward to seeing you at ForkFest. 2022. That's ForkFest.Party. All right, Conan. So you're telling us that now the CDC is... Which, why they have any any say in any of this is beyond me. Yeah, why anybody actually pays any attention to any government agency is beyond me. But regardless, they're saying now that young babies are expected to take longer in their developmental process these days. These days. Now, they're not saying why. Oh right? no! Well, uh, well, uh, proponents of this, not the CDC, but yeah. teachers and uh, other educational bureaucrats, mm-hmm. uh, have said that this is these are COVID delayed children. Right. So this well, is all because that's of the an pandemic, assumption, right? It's and I understand why the scientific community isn't rushing out there to say, "Oh, well, we know this is what caused this," right? Because they they can't really do that scientifically. This is the same argument with all the brain clots and all of the heart attacks that are taking place right now in younger people. It's like, oh, this is just the new normal. This is the same. No, with, there's a reason for this it. Is the same, this is the same argument as blaming the oil prices on Putin. 
Right. Well, what has changed? I, I with- agree with your arguments, but there's no way for us to prove it. I get what you're saying there, but that the only thing that has changed of any significance, as far as like raising children is concerned, from pre 2020 to where we are today, is the insanity of COVID and the mask mandates yeah. and all. And of even that. this speech pathologist has come out and said she's like this. This isn't this. There's no studies. That have followed this, but she's seen in, in depth. But this is her. This is her job. Yeah, she works with these kids who have developed slowly and are, or have not developed fast enough uh, to get them, you know, up up to speed. Yeah, it's like the same. But we're just speculating on what the cause is. It could very well be that you know their parents got COVID and that screwed up their genes, and now their kids are a little bit slower because of it. I mean, we don't know. We don't. Most likely, yes, it's developmental issues as a result of parents wearing masks and social distancing and kids not being exposed to healthy, ordinary environments, all that. But we don't know that. So I understand the pediatrician is not in a rush to say, hey, it's obvious what this is. But when professionals, I agree with you, we don't know for sure, but when professionals in their field are saying... This is my experience. You can't take that away from them. Same thing's true well, they, with... The professionals aren't saying what the cause is. But they, have, but, they, but, but they are saying there is an increase in uh, participants in our organization. They're we're, saying it's increased, having... but we're not sure why. Now, this article... The I'm parents gonna... and stuff are the ones who are saying mm-hmm. this is COVID-caused or whatever. I'm going to skip down the article a little bit, but it does mention your point, Arya, in that this isn't new. The academic, uh, The academics have been lowering the bar... Since I was in school, mm-hmm. 20 years ago, I remember when things were getting easier. See, it's I didn't sure. know that. No, that's true. You, didn't, you don't know that they were making it easy for people to pass? There was a whole... What, in, in my I school... I paid as little attention in school as possible. In, as <laughs> did I. Passed, as did right? I. Yeah, of course. Especially the older that I got, the more I realized how stupid all this was, and eventually I took a hike. But there was a special program at my school... For the dumb kids. Mm. And by the way, here, here's the craziest part about it. A lot of these kids are really smart. A lot of these kids... The dumb kids? The dumb... Well, they weren't dumb. They just hated school so, so much. they pretended like they, did, they were dumb so they could get in the dumb There was a little bit class? of that, too. Okay. And some of them... And by the way, some of them were dumb. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them, just looking at where they're at in life right now, they've done very well for themselves. A lot mm. of these are the tradesmen, the plumbers and the craftsmen and the whatnots who, have, who never went to college... Who went and got good jobs yeah. and are making making good yeah making good money. A lot of them right. doing very well for themselves. Sure. But anyways, they were in a special program and everything was dumbed down to their level, mm. so that they could pass, so that they didn't make the school look bad. And that's what it all boils down to. Always, it's to not make your organization look dumb. Make and and it's and you never want the parents to find out about it because they're paying your fees. And so they make it look like everything's hunky-dory, and that's what's going on here. Yeah, but the difference here, though, is we're not talking about kids in school. You're talking about eight-month-olds. This is going. This is going to show. This is going to show up later on. They're 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 gonna they're they're a year behind. They're Mm -hmm. almost an entire year behind, and it's going to. Ripple. You're saying they're going to lower expectations all the way down the line, right? But as Arya was saying, we don't know that this was actually because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. They've been lowering the bar forever. Certainly was. But yeah, but they've been lowering the bar every year forever. You're talking about for kids in school, though. This, these kids are going. These baby, these babies are going to end up in school one day. I know, yes, what but you're they're saying. not in school yet. That's not what we're talking about here right now. We know that they've been lowering the bar. You, know, this, you don't need to be this intelligent to pass school anymore. They've been now, lowering that bar. Right now, they're literally saying for kids that are not in school, it's going to take 30 months for them to learn 50 words instead of 24 months. Correct. So, I mean, that's pretty. 
I, I don't pay close attention to these things, but I got I'm gonna guess that that's how, not been happening. How old is preschool, by the way? Four year, four two, years old, three, four, I think. Four, two, three, four. It's probably four. You're the only one of us who's had a kid. That Pre- was a long ass time ago. <laughs> preschool man. is multiple years, if I recall correctly. Well, I know they're all pushing for it because you know you get both parents working, and it's and mm-hmm. you know daycare is expensive. Well, preschool's got to be a better option than Blue's Clues or Paw Patrol or whatever. I don't it depends. Know. I mean, okay, don't just true. jump to that conclusion. No, wait, wait, the, 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 this, but this is the problem, and this is this next quote from uh, John Taylor Gatto mm-hmm. is kind of emphasizes what the problem is. And school is school prison, baby prison. That's the problem. That's the problem. These these kids, they don't, they don't the want, they don't want to be there, and so they are forced to learn all these things at, right. at some at some prescribed level. And of course, the CDC has increased it a little bit. You're going to have kids who are going to do it a lot faster, and you're going to have the dumb, the dumbers, the dummies who are not going to, you know, See, be up to speed. And that would be fine if you would let the kids who do it faster out faster. Yep. You know, I, I just, just had, like just like school in the old days. I would have paid attention. I would have had perfect grades in school. They'd be like, okay, look, all you have to do is come in, take these tests, and you can go home. By the yeah. way, you yeah. can spend in half an hour here if you're good enough. You okay, mean, you, great. You mean like uh, like uh, homeschool? Yeah. Especially when you have a bunch of kids. Well, you would expect of- that in homeschool because there's only one of you. But I mean, just to, the government school system in general, it's not based. It's based around being there a certain amount of time right. and not like learning. Prison. Yeah, so, yes. so the parents could go to work. I, oh, I know, dude. You're preaching to the choir. Make that money. <laughs> make that money and pay, pay them, them taxes. taxes. Earlier critics of the U.S. educational system, such as John Taylor Gatto, predicted schools would never achieve the successful education of students without changing their current approach. Quote, no one believes anymore that scientists are trained in science classes or politicians in civics classes or poets in English classes, he said in a 1990 speech where he accepted the New York City Teacher of the Year Award. The truth is that schools don't rely, don't really teach anything except how to obey orders, end quote. That's exactly what they're there for. That's what the whole system is set up to do. That's why it was created in the first place. Uh, You know, the Prussians... They had they had soldiers who weren't following orders. They were running for, at the first volley of gunfire, and, like they, and they needed a, they needed a system to teach to create soldiers yeah. and to create desk monkeys, workers. desk desk workers, mm-hmm. and that's what it was always about, and that's what it's still about, by the way. And this Worker is why the, this is why the Bill Gates of the world's loved them some schools. That's why he was you know he was what was the what was the program that Gates funded uh, a couple couple years back. Um, ah. Uh, some sort of nightmare program, whatever it was. Uh, the number here is 603-283-6160. But yeah, the government schools are all about total control. You mentioned John Taylor Gatto. For listeners that are maybe new to... He was a schoolman. This. And he knew, and he saw that he was... So he was working from within. He yes. saw what the problems were, and he was telling us about it. And he researched it and wrote some really excellent books about the matter. So if you're new to the issue, check out his works. Rest in peace, by the yep. way. Uh, more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Phones are open here. If you want to join the show, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And don't forget, you can join us online anytime you want. You can head over to our social media platform that runs on our server. We are in charge of it, not Twitter, not Facebook, not some big tech mega corporation. Uh, so you get to actually express yourself there over at social.freetalklive.com, and it's free to join over at social.freetalklive.com. 
Com. We've been talking about the updated rules, according to the CDC, about very young children. Uh, we're talking about you know infants, eight months or whatever, uh, very very young children, like pre preschool age, and what they're expected to have learned by a certain point if they are considered to be normally developing. Right. Otherwise, they get flagged as needing some help needing improvement they're now saying that what would have taken 24 months previous or 26 months previously is now or 24 24 months is to now 50 words months. they pushed it back to 50 and they've and they've, they've done it under 30. the guise of this oh. is good for the kids because now we've set these goal these goal posts up uh, we made it more uh more inclusive yeah that, that's yeah. what i was about to say it sounds like they're about one step away from saying oh the rates of developmentally challenged you know toddlers hasn't increased we just changed the diagnostic criteria that's all everything's just as it's always been and these people are like no this is a 300 percent increase versus what we're used to no there that's fake news they're making that up well what else did they change was there anything else that you wanted to share or was that that just that one just point? that one thing but the good mm-hmm. news is that uh if this has led to anything, and I hope it sticks, is that the uh, the homeschooling in this country has skyrocketed. That's true. Um, one it's thing, gone from like one percent to two percent or something. This is this is, and we this is just one of those one day. Uh, one of those things that uh, you know, I when when asked what would you do if you could go back in time, what would you change about yourself? Mm. I, I typically don't have an answer for that because I I am who I am because of the mistakes that I've made and sure. you know. And all that, but there are three things that I would, if I could get in the time machine and go back and relive, relive this life, I would do. Buy Bitcoin in two thousand and nine. One of them is buy Bitcoin, <laughs> buy more Bitcoin, and to stay on it, yeah, to keep buying it and to mine it and to do right. whatever. Uh, the other one was is that I would never, I would have never let my kid, my daughter, anywhere near public school. Mm. Uh, I do feel that uh, it set her back mm-hmm. a little bit, and um, and. Uh, you know, I can't let you get out here without saying what the third one is. Uh, there's a there's a person that I I met that and I met her too late in life, uh, and uh, someone else got their clutches into her. Yeah, too bad. So, a crazy crazy head over heels for this for this person, but uh, um, but here we are. But here we are, and yeah. this is uh, and and we we live in a country where um, uh, homeschooling is is taking root. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it, this is you can it, the the best part about it is that you have multiple kids. Now the problem, of course, is that it requires you to be around. Sure, it requires a it requires that you have a parent. That's so uh, that's weird. A, that's available. Who would have thought that raising a child, being a parent, requires there Time. to be a parent around that child? Some, but here's the problem: all right? some some families actually do have a parent around all the time, mm-hmm. but they don't have a clue. They don't think they could do it. They don't. They don't have faith or trust in their own capabilities to teach another human being. Well, that's because they've been raised by the government yep. system yep. to believe. Oh, well, you need to have an expert. Yeah, you've got to hire some bureaucrat. To come and you in. have this other thing called community, you know, systems where you can. Where you, you don't have to be the sole teacher. Yeah, you right. could get. You can. Hey, this is an opportunity to go meet your neighbors. Right. That's that what neighbor down the street that you don't know right? your name of. Well, unschooling, as I understand it, is where you just let the kids make their own decisions. Okay, there's something else I'm thinking of that's very similar to that, where kids can go and they learn about stuff that actually interests them. Unschooling. That's unschooling. The, I don't, and I'm not, I'm not super, I, I understand the concept, and I know that there are some kids who could do it. I could do mm-hmm. it. I could do it mm-hmm. right now. I'm, we're, I'm unschooling every day of my life. Yeah. But could I have done it when I was eight years old? Or would I have just played video games all day? But that's kind of the concept that... 
just let the kid play video games and read comic books and do whatever. I learned how to and, read from playing video games. And a, well, and a lot of and a lot of kids. That's exactly how they read, and that's how they learn to love to read. Is that they read things that they like first, like video or comic books, and manuals for their favorite video game and whatnot. Well, hey man, you and, don't and, get and a video game on. unless but you. It's the kids that are forced yeah. to learn, and they're they, and they and they and they they, and they, they they don't do it on their own. They hate it they are, to read subject matter that doesn't interest them. Well, here's the thing: you don't get a video game unless you can pay for it. That's the other way to look at that's the, that. Uh, now, when it comes to unschooling. And this is what got me too, because I homeschooled two years. I, I did homeschool, private school, mm-hmm. public school, no school, and then I did, and then I did. Uh, uh, You're talking about that was your that education? was my experience. So okay. I've seen this from all different angles, mm-hmm. the schooling system. And then when I got up to upper education, I did community college, two years, and I had two years of state college. Out of all of those, and then the military, state college, in the military, state <laughs> college was the absolute worst. Uh, it's just a bunch of dummies. Sounds awful. But where was I going with that? Uh, two years of two years of homeschooling. You yeah. know what I did the whole time? No. I worked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I worked on the farm. Man. There's no better way to learn than to, I hated it to get into it. I went back to public school after that. I was like, forget uh, this. I'm tired of working on the farm. But it but it was very good for me as uh, de- as as developmentally wise. It was very good for me. Well, it's great to go to work because then you're interacting with other people that are not your age and you get to actually be influenced in a positive way, hopefully, by those people. The only problem is all the laws that prevent it from being... Yeah, that's a huge problem. Being a a uh, I think even here in New Hampshire, it's like you got to get special permission to send a 16-year-old to school uh, to to work. And a lot of of companies won't even hire anyone under 16 because of... Too many rules. To liabilities. And yeah, and, le- and legal reasons. Yeah. So, the, which also means that if you are a uh, in a poor family, you are disadvantaged. Who would way. most benefit from your kids going off to work? Right. Well, but also rich families are more likely to have businesses, and there's an exemption for kids working for their parents. So, if you're a rich kid, you can go to work for your parents because they've got pl- some place yeah. where you can go to work. But if you're a poor kid, your parents have a job. And so they, you can't go and work at that job because they can't employ you because yeah. of all the stupid rules. So the so the poor kids are again by the system and by the various regulations, set in the back of the bus. Yep, yep. Every one of those dumb kids I was talking about, the ones who turned out pretty good later in mm-hmm. life, every one of them tradesmen. Yeah. They could have been working with their parents. They could have been going to, going to work with because they did not want to be there uh, in school. And uh, and here who they did? are. He, oh, what's that? Who did want to be there? I there was some apple polishing kid that I went to like school four with. Maybe like four or five. The, the, yeah. gifted, the gifted kids liked it. I, I, I was gifted I was and I hated really it. When kids. I, when I, there were a couple of years when it was just nothing but challenge. I, and that's when I liked it. That's when I liked school, when it was mm. so challenging and when, it, and when I could compete against my fellow students. Mm-hmm. I liked that. It's fun. But when I realized it was a joke and when I realized that I wasn't learning as fast as I could... Uh, and I and I figured out that I what I really wanted was money so I can go buy a car. It and, was and my I tenth can't... grade history class when our uh, I want to say professor because I've been in college more recently than high school when our teacher required us to memorize every U.S. president, the Ugh. years they were in office, and their political party. Busy work, so stupid. Yeah, and everyone in the class had to do this, and you were graded on it. This was a major part of your final grade. No, no. This, this is a complete waste of my time. Useless trivia. Yeah, I mean that's all you would get out of that is you could you know win Trivial Pursuit. 
I could understand the something on Jeopardy. You know, memorizing yeah. the preamble to the Constitution or whatever, or the Declaration, whichever it was, when we were back down in the fifth grade or whatever. But you're in the tenth grade. You're like two years away from being an adult at this point. And the best task you can come up with for me is to memorize this completely useless information that even even before the age of cell phones, I could just open up an encyclopedia mm-hmm. and look at. All right. Well, I, I took off. I went and got a job in construction, got a motorcycle, lived in a trailer for a couple of years. Nasty trailer. But you know what? It was mine. Yeah. Uh, and I was I was on my own. And then uh, that was that was. Oh, oh, and here's the best part. And then I came back two years later or a year and a half or whatever it is. Come come see my, my high school buddies mm-hmm. on my motorcycle. <laughs> they were all envious because I was, you know dating and i had to, i had my own yeah. vehicle my own digs and, and they were school? still in school oh god <laughs> that was the best nice feeling. job it was the best feeling and you know what that's what the kids want they want to they want to grow up they want independence they want to get away they want to make their own money well i don't know i don't know about these new kids these new zoomer kids but definitely my generation wanted to yeah what is going to happen with these poor masked kids are they going to actually go is there going to be like a pendulum swing in the other direction where all this masking forces you know gets them to the point where they want independence where they want to be you know break out of the the control I doubt uh, it. No, oh man, they're going to be traumatized. They're going to be, you know, they're going to anxiety times ten. Yeah, or something they're going to like go that. into panic attacks and oh, have to go geez. to their little safe space anytime they see someone not wearing a mask uh, in a Zoom call or whatever because well, they're just not going to be able to. Take if you it. follow the eighty-year cycle, these are these maskies, the mask kids, the ones who were, were developmentally delayed, the COVID delayed. They're going to be the first generation of the we are uh, hard times create strong men. They're going to be. They're going to ones. They're going to pick up the. Their ball and, ro- and run with it. So you're saying the pendulum's going to swing? Oh, it's going to swing back for All sure. Right. Uh, there's more coming up here. You can weigh in. We'll get into this the teacher that got maybe fired, suspended for what? We'll talk about it on the way in hour three. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. We're kicking off the third hour of the program. You can join us here if you want. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Ian. Aria. And Conan. We're talking about some education-related news. And Aria, you had a story about a woman who was either fired or suspended from her job. The headline here says suspended, so I'm going with that. I, I thought I remembered it saying that she had been terminated, but yeah. Mm. And, you know, I tend, I hate talking about trans things because that's all trans people ever talk about. And I tend to avoid the subject, but mm. this one got my attention because this this teacher has been suspended after she refused to call students by their preferred pronouns because it violated her, quote, religious beliefs. And there are so many aspects of this that I find fascinating, but the the biggest one, the most important one, is the fact that these kids don't get a choice. And this was something that Tom Gray, who I used to do, called a freedom with, really brought to my attention, is that you are forcing kids to be there against their will. Mm -hmm. So maybe some of them want to be there, but in the... In the scale of human decency, if you're going to force someone to be somewhere against their will, you should do as much as you can to make that experience comfortable for them, right? If you're going to send someone to prison, you should at least provide them with a blanket and a cot, right? Unless the prison is for punishment, right? If you're 
being punished, you don't then have, you shouldn't no, have any of the things that you had. That's in, punishment on top of punishment, right? There's no reason to be a jerk, right? You're punishing these kids by sending them to these prisons. There's no need to punish them further by, by being jerks in your treatment toward them. Most decent people... Uh, don't want to freeze somebody to death while they're in a, a prison cell. I mean, they accept the idea that you are already stripped of all of your ability to make any kind of meaningful choice for yourself. You can't, you know, choose which way you go when you get up in the morning. You can't choose your your vocation. You can't choose anything uh, while you're in prison. At the very least, they think you should, you know, have a blanket. I got to agree with uh, with Arya on that one. Mm. So but there, there are, there is the sort of the, are, yeah. the, you know, oh, let's punish the prisoners to the maximum kind of people. Don't give them anything good to eat. Freeze them to yeah. death. The uh, there are pio types. There are those people out there. And so those people are inhumane. Was Pamela- I, I, I think prison is inhumane. I think oh, that I don't think it's the solution. But I mean, it, this is all dependent on what they're in there for. If they hurt other human beings, then I don't have any sympathy for them. But do you want them to? I don't hold eye for an eye. Justice as being any sort of solution, though. When it comes to when it comes to actually harming other human beings, I I follow that very but strongly. Under- but but, but we- if it's a, if it's someone made a mistake yeah, that can that can be how do you know rehabilitated? That? I mean, there's plenty of people who got put into prison wrongfully. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about people well, who, are, who are on camera. Okay, you're talking Wit- about the few actual people witnesses. Who, you're talking about the few. Some guy who, walks into a okay. convenience store, robs a place, and ends up shooting the cashier. Mm-hmm. All right, that guy needs to die. Wow. Well, maybe some people don't feel that way. Maybe some people feel like a lot that of person. Um, I think this person was redeemable. Fell apart hard times and made a terrible mistake, and, and he needs to suffer the consequences. <laughs> oh man! Now, so, now, now, here, but, but, the, but, but if, I'm going to take it to the next level because I don't think who has we, the right do, to determine want, what those consequences are. The the victim here is an dead. An eye for an eye. Well, that makes the whole world blind, Conan. No, it doesn't. What if that? What if that person? Okay, so he shoots and kills somebody in this fictional. And it was uh, it store. was it was manslaughter. What it was cold blooded manslaughter. What? Maybe it was premeditated murder. Maybe he knew the guy and he wanted to go ice him. Whatever. Um, what if the mom says she forgives him? All right, that's different. So if the family, it's I, basically I, it should be up to the family members, mm-hmm. uh, whatever they decide. But they're the ones who are least However, likely to have an unbiased opinion on this. They're the ones who are most likely to want just pure unabashed. I, I see. I see family. I see these guys forgiving the murderer of their kids. Or all the time. Yeah. It does happen. That's because that's the one that makes headlines. But all, yeah, correct. Um, all of the stories about the 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 father who beat the, his daughter's rapist to death or whatever and every- That's different. That was a he was that was that's almost a level of self defense. I'm using now, that as one particular example. All of the ones of families cheering people on when they when the the aggressor is being punished or sentenced to death or whatever those just aren't being covered in the news because they're not notable because they're so common is the it ones possible? that are rare are the ones that get coverage isn't it possible conan that even in a situation where the family is upset that the perpetrator could rehabilitate have, have a good life at some point when he gets out of prison isn't that possible is he ever going to get out of prison is the question. And does prison do anything except cost me money? Well, no. Look, I think you were all going to agree that the government so-called uh, concentration, well, not concentration centers, but uh, what do they call them? Uh, uh, 
uh, rehabilitation, Re- rehabilitation centers that these these things do not don't. rehabilitate. That's that they do correct. The we're just we're just paying for them. They don't actually work the way that, the way intended. No, they it's just, just punish. It's just for a way to out of mind, out of sight, yeah. out of mind. Get them out of the way. Get them out of the so- society. They're not very and, effective, and it, just, and it just hardens them even more. So when yes, they come back out, that. it's even worse. But and there is no there is no system you could come up with, even in theory, that would be capable of rehabilitating people, except on an individual basis. Ostracization, ostracization, where you where you have a community. And you create problems for that community, or, and you get excommunicated. I You're going to have plenty of Ted Bundys out there who don't care that their neighbors don't like them. Well, you got to remember, there's a difference between Ted Bundy, who's a premeditated murderer, and somebody who does something in the heat of passion that they later regret, right? So should somebody be in a prison cell who did something that was in the heat of passion right next to a Ted Bundy who is complete sociopath or psychopath and doesn't care about you know the consequences if, if you can if you can determine all of this that's, yeah. that's the problem well here's how you, you can determine up. it i mean if if somebody is actually genuinely sorry right like and and one of the ways they can prove that is by being willing to make restitution to the victims and if you've got somebody who's right, willing there, to now make you're restitution now you now you now you're starting to get onto my wagon which is you, you the system, just like the school system we were talking about just now, it's it's messed up from the core up. From yeah, the, from restitution the, from the is impossible up. though, Conan. Uh, you, you can pay back, you know, it's property damage. If, the, if being a part in of any the, system, you can pay back property damage or or whatever, but you you can't put value on a human life. Okay, no, someone murdered can't. my sure mother. You, sure, you How can. How are you going to provide me restitution for someone murdering my mother? There's you just nothing. you just killed my my husband, the breadwinner. Uh, you have to take care of my family for the rest of your life. Human life is worth a whole lot more than dollars, man. Or but just that's this all random stranger do. feeding you. That's all you can do. Right now... And I'm saying that's not enough, and it, it shouldn't be our goal, because it's what, never what going to enough? make anyone... Forgiveness. But I, I get you. I get you. But that's, we, that's the only way this person can ever be made whole again, is to forgive the person who did it. I am an advocate, and I practice forgiveness, but I understand that a lot of people don't. And <laughs> as much as I can av- advocate that, it's not going to be followed by everyone. And so for those that don't see forgiveness, that don't understand that concept, restitution is still better than nothing or worse than nothing. The current system actually forces the victims to pay for the incarceration of their victimizer. So they are victimized essentially twice. They're victimized first by the guy who points a gun at their head and robs them or hurts them or whatever. And then secondly, they're victimized to keep that person in a prison cell. And a lot of times any restitution that they actually end up paying, they pay to to the the state. state. Yeah. So, and not to the victims. So even though if somebody's victimized for you know as far as murder is concerned, obviously there's no amount of restitution that can bring your loved one back. Uh, and and maybe some people would say, look, I I don't even want to think about this person. I don't want their five hundred dollars a month or whatever it is that they could end up affording to pay. But there's some people who would be like, all right, fine, you know, I'll take the five hundred bucks a month. It's it's not going to bring my husband back, but at the very least, it's something yeah. uh, to get out of this person. I don't know. I, I think that that's better than sitting in a prison cell for 30 years. I would agree it's better than sitting in a prison yeah. cell for 30 years. That we have to pay for. Correct. For someone who's probably not going to come out any better than he was uh, initially. Right. All right. So what happened with this uh, situation? <laughs> so this Kansas middle school teacher who was suspended from work for refusing to use a student's preferred first name and gender pronouns because it went against her Christian beliefs is suing the school district. Was the first name King? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like, was it Mark Edge? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. Like if you, if you go, say. my preferred first name is King, right? Like, do you have to uh, call somebody by what they want to be called, as far as their name is concerned? Or what if you're it, like, what if you're like a furry or something? Mm. Do, you, do you have to be referred to as Pony Boy? Well, see that. See the furry thing is like drag queens, right? Where it, like, okay, if you come at me in your dinosaur outfit or whatever, I'll use your dinosaur name or whatever. But if you if you come at me as a normal person, why, why would I use your dinosaur name? Mm-hmm. You Just like, like with a drag queen, yeah. I'm wondering if this is like the Peterson argument where she's being told that she has to do this. When Peterson's like, yeah, you know what, look, I'll, I'll refer to you to the pronoun you want, but just don't tell me that I have to do it. Because that's where I have a problem. That's where I draw the line. We're going to get into it here uh, in moments. You can share your thoughts as well here on Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. And you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Apparently, a teacher has been put on suspension, and she's now suing over this. Regarding what she did or didn't call a student in this middle school, apparently in Kansas, Fort Riley Middle School in Kansas, it all gets very confusing. The student in question is a female to male trans person, which means born a girl transitioning to male. Is that less common or is it about the same? I, I think it's about the same, but it's a lot harder to notice, right? Mm. It's it's much easier for a genetic girl to just shave her head mm-hmm. and you know start taking testosterone to grow a beard and to just artificially deepen their voice. Mm. That's a lot easier than what the male to female people have to do. Okay. So I, I think on average it's probably about the same rate, but only one of them ever gets talked about. Yeah. Right. No one's ever worried about the female to male trans person, you know, raping little boys in the men's room or whatever. It's just yeah. So what else do we need to know about this story? Uh the Fort Riley middle school teacher, Pamela Ricard, said in a federal suit that this violates her constitutional rights. And that school did not accommodate her sincere religious beliefs consistent with the traditional Christian and biblical understanding of the human person and biological sex when it placed her on leave for three days. And she was placed on leave for what exactly? For continuing to refer to the student as Miss Mm -hmm. instead of he, him, and whatever male name the student chose for themselves. I see. Attorney Mark Edwards said the district would have no comment on the lawsuit. Obviously, they tend to not do that. Ricard has taught at the school since 2005. She was reprimanded and suspended last April for addressing a biologically female student as Miss to avoid using the student's preferred first name, as we mentioned already. Who is it? Oh, it's from the Daily Mail. Of course it is. I I was wondering why they... It's not important. Ricard believed addressing the student as Miss respected the student while also upholding Ricard's religious convictions, according to the lawsuit. So using the pronoun for this person that the person did not want used for them somehow respected the person while upholding her religious beliefs. Well, generally when you're in a government prison facility, they do call you by your last name. So it's unusual that you would She get did called. attempt that. The teacher did attempt that, but she continued to call the student Miss as well. And yeah. I think that's where the issue came in. Mm. 
A school counselor had told Ricard that the student preferred a first name different from his legal and enrolled name. And I don't recall. Occasionally, some teachers did refer to me by my last name, but most of them use my first name. Really? Okay. Yeah. Maybe my experience was unusual. I'm, you know what? I don't even remember. I'm thinking back to uh, college, just being in jail. College is last name. Military is definitely yeah. last name. Oh. Jail's always last name. And I had yeah. PE, all my tough tough uh, PE teachers are, would refer to you as knucklehead and or your last mm-hmm. name. Um, it just depends. The student had never told Ricard of the preference, but a classmate told the teacher that mm. the student preferred he him. The suit, also, the suit says that Ricard believes that God assigns gender at birth and any policy requiring her to use language that is different from the student's biological sex actively violates Miss Ricard's religious beliefs. Well, Mrs. Ricard should read the Bible just a little bit more because in there Jesus said this little thing like, love thy neighbor mm. as thyself, and never said, unless they want you to call them a pronoun that is different from their biological sex, in which case, just be a complete jerk to them. Is there any update on the status of the, the, uh, the suing of the school district? Uh, th- this is the update, just that it's been filed. I think this woman's just grandstanding. I think she has an opinion, and she doesn't want to. Well, she does, but the opinion ball. is wrong. There is absolutely nothing in the Bible about uh, about transsexualism. First of all, it, it does talk about cross dressing to to an extent, but it also, if I recall correctly, it does include at least one trans character. But don't quote me on that because I'm not 100 percent sure. In the Bible, I think so, but it's not recognized as a trans character. I just literally just said, don't quote me on that, because I'm I'm not sure if I'm mixing up mythologies in my head or not. So I'm just trying to make sure I understood what you said, though, about this case. And maybe I missed missed a point. Yeah. Did you say there was a memo that went out about this? Because you said, no. OK, I know you said that the person themselves, the trans person in question here, did not say the, anything. Another the- student informed the teacher about it. Is that good enough? Well, like it, if, it did if you don't tell me yourself, right. hmm? it did progress from there. Okay. Like the school counselor got involved. Uh, evidently, a school counselor was also notified of this and also told Ricard, hey, you're doing this and the student prefers to be called X. And so she can... was given some sort of an official statement because if yes, some from kid comes counselor. up and says something, you, you can disregard that, I think. Right. Okay. I'm assuming that same kid. No, not the trans person. Them himself did not go to the counselor mm-hmm. right mm. it was one of their friends it's, it's always an ally creating these issues for the trans mm. people it is never the actual trans person that's in a, my that experience is, that is a, that's a real good point unless they're like defending them like they thought that this was going that was somehow harming their, their friend and they had to report it to the authorities uh to uh, but who knows but to our knowledge, at least, that person was acting on their own volition. They were not being told to do so by the trans person. Yeah, it explicitly points out that the trans person, you would think if the trans person had an issue with it, they'd, they'd say something. They would go to the school counselor themselves, right. maybe. But it, and but, or just tell the teacher. But you have, but you have, too many, you have too many kids these days who are afraid to speak up. This is we live. We, we this is a new generation of kids who are afraid that someone butts them in line mm-hmm. and they're afraid to say anything. 
The, you know, obviously you're in the, you're in the grocery store and you've got a lion situation where you really don't know where the lion is or something, and someone accidentally butts in front of you, and they will just. I've watched. I've watched I these poor kids. I think you're misunderstanding the the trans situation and the location here. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about a generational uh, problem. I know, not but a, we're, not just we're a, asking why this trans kid didn't tell the teacher themselves. Well, I didn't grow up in Kansas, but I grew up in Mississippi, and mm-hmm. there, there was maybe one teacher throughout my entire my entire schooling in Mississippi that even knew there was anything weird going on with me. The idea of telling one of my conservative Christian teachers, oh yes, I prefer <laughs> to be called Aria now, and I demand you respect that. It's lunacy. Well, lunacy. These people have power over you. You can't just make demands of them. So do you think this friend, this ally, uh, was willing to stand up on behalf of this person because, That's what it seems because like. he wasn't able to. But we don't know if it was on their behalf. And as in the, the person asked them, it, it may have been just something that the ally, quote unquote, did on their own volition. That's not made clear in the mm. story. No, but based um, on my experience as a trans person, I would speculate that the trans person here was just trying to mind his own business. Yeah. Just get through the day. Yeah. Right? And now, now there's this great now big old thing. The news. There's this lawsuit and people are, you know, Googling who is this trans person so we can go drag them on Twitter or yeah. Facebook or wherever it is people are dragging trans people these days. And there's no evidence here that the trans person wanted anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. But again, there's no evidence at all that God wanted this person to to be a jerk to this middle school kid in the first place. Yeah, okay. I, and I'm with you on that point, Aria, but as a counterpoint, just, you know, from the from potentially from a teacher's perspective, there's the possibility that somebody could just be causing it, you know, t- just making sure. things up, right? Like, oh, I want my teacher to call me Jimmy this week instead of call me Sarah or whatever. And then next week, oh, no, I've changed back. Now I'm going to be Ruthie instead of Jimmy or whatever. And just to just to F with the teacher because mm. now they have to follow the rules every time a kid tells them they've changed what their gender is. I mean, I'm not saying that's what happened in this particular case. It could be. But it could make somebody a little cynical towards the whole situation. Uh, there's more coming up here, and you can share your thoughts. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here tonight, you've got Ian. Aria. And Conan. We were just last night talking about the new almost record high numbers for the consumer inflation numbers coming from the federal government, which, of course, we all know are fake as hell and oh, yeah. highly manipulated just like the unemployment numbers but even even now they still have to admit the bare minimum is 7.9 percent on the consumer level it's, it's kind of hard not to admit it when you're yep. just driving down the street they to, to, to go fill that fill that tank of gas and gas is what up it's like up 30 40 cents right now than it was two weeks ago Dude, don't get me started i had to buy heating oil yesterday and i'm down to like a half a tank in my car now so i need to buy more gasoline i'm just you know i you know i ran out of heating oil so I, got, I. I got I got a couple gallons left, and mm-hmm. I and I refused. <laughs> I have refused. I've, I've put my foot down. I it's cold in my man. house right now. Oh, and it's five dollars and nine cents a gallon now. So oh. I, at this point, I'm like, man, maybe Conan's onto something. Well, fifty-two get degrees ready. isn't that bad. It isn't over yet. If uh, these numbers are, you know, going to likely get worse, there's now the producer price index. So we've looked at the consumer prices before, and this is the producer price 
which is essentially a wholesale uh, inflation rate of so some wait, sort. This is what the, the restaurant down the street pays for their corn? Yeah, they're paying more. Or whatever. Right? So okay. consumers are paying more, but so are the people at the wholesale level, right? Because costs get passed on. And the, this number's been, as we've been looking at it over the last number of months that we've been seeing these reports, has always been higher than the consumer rate. And in this case, it is also higher. So again, the consumer rate is 7.9%. And now the wholesale rate has crossed into double digits. It is now 10%. And it's interesting looking at the way the mainstream... Buy some Bitcoin and gold, people. Is, uh, it's interesting looking at the way the mainstream media is actually referring to this... Uh, in the headlines, so it's Putin's fault. Yeah, so there was. Uh, oh, I don't have it in front of me right now, but there it's was Putin's fault. Po- producer price increases leveled off in February, according to Market Watch. <laughs> that would assume that would suggest that they were higher in previous months, right? Huh? In order for it them to level way, off, yeah. you know, yeah, I don't, they, I don't they, see they how go this works. Up and down, and they find a leveling spot somewhere in between. What they mean when they're saying that is that the it's increase all-time high. Well, right, but the increase went down. So the month to month point, oh. it went from like point nine to point eight. So that's how they're spinning it. Uh, in that particular case, there was another one at the Wall Street Journal, which I don't have in front of me. But but a lot of these things are uh, covering it up, like headline at UPI. Producer price index increases in February, but they don't say in the headline what it increases to. Producer price index, according to Seeking Alpha, rises less than expected in February, whereas the more honest headlines are that, you know, it's a record, right? Like 10% yeah, the more is honest a headline is, high. Oh, hey, guys, I, we, we hope you use that stimulus money that we sent you to buy Bitcoin. So, I mean, there's really not much else to say. I mean, the, the wholesale people are paying more, and that's going to mean that it's consumer gonna, prices are going to go up. It's going to trickle down to uh, us. And it's the fact that it's now at a record high, because previous comparisons have said it's tied for the record in early 1982 or something like that, because apparently there was really bad uh, you know, inflation at that time. Uh, and now it has now exceeded that. So it is now there in the, the the history of the time they've been measuring this particular statistic, which I don't know how many years it goes back. But sure. at some point they started creating the statistic in that entire history of how many dozens of years that is. It's now at its record high. Well, I knew today that prices had gone up. I mean, it's been obvious for a very long time, but I frequent a restaurant here called Fritz that I talk about. I love it to death. Yeah, great little place. And I can always tip, and I always know the amount that I'm going to tip because I generally order them. All of their sandwiches cost the same, so it doesn't really matter which one I get. But that you had always to re, you had to recalculate. That always day. leaves X amount for a tip, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a pretty good tip. But it was like a week ago I had to recalculate it. Mm-hmm. But sure enough, the same numbers today. It's just it's going up, and it's not going to go back down. No, why would it? And the same is true everywhere you go. The only thing that is not getting more expensive here in Keene is liquor at the bar. That's, really? That's really? the only thing that has not gotten more expensive. Why do you think that is? I don't know. It, it's still just, you know, $3 for a vodka and Sprite or whatever. Or $4. Holy, well, I mean, so, so of course, I make my own. Drinks at the mm-hmm. bars in my, New Hampshire the are apple insanely juice, cheap. The apple juice that I buy went up like 10 bucks. What? Yeah. I, well, I buy, I buy a huge oh, container okay. of this stuff of juice, apple juice concentrate. It's up 10 dollars You t- buy like $10 Club 55 gallon. Yeah, I make, I make yeah, large, yeah. large quantities of this stuff. But uh, at this rate, I might have to go buy my liquor at the liquor store. It might be cheaper that way. Mm. 
Well, obviously, uh, the companies that are selling to the consumer are going to, some of them are going to be willing to take a hit on profits for a little while. Sure. Right, in order to continue to be competitive. Just put in a little bit more ice, a little bit less liquor, or whatever. Well, yeah, we talked about shrinkflation uh, last night on, on the show. But, you know, for, for I mean, if you've got a big margin, right, like if you're making a keystone, which is to say if you're doubling your money on liquor, you know, and you probably are. They probably are, You're yeah. buying it at whatever cost you're buying it. You're selling it at $3 a shot. You're probably, you know, it's probably less than a dollar a shot as far as their costs I mean, are we, concerned. We could probably calculate it pretty easily. I mean, yeah. we know how much liquor costs here, and they're paying the same price for liquor That's that anyone else, else is. Right. So you you can figure it out. And so if they got to take a hit on, on a little bit of costs, it's no big deal, as long as you've got that room in your profit to, to do that. But eventually, you gotta have to you're going to have to raise catch prices. Catch up. You're going to have to catch up. Uh, and the if, liquor stores here have raised their prices, I've noticed. Or at least they have the, the last time I've been stores. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's been a, a month or two at least. But they did increase their prices. A box of wine went from like seventeen ninety nine to eighteen ninety nine. Well, all I got to say is go out and get the beans and the rice with, yeah. with, with some nice five-gallon buckets now. You know, why you can still afford beans and rice. Well, plus uh, services are more expensive, too, because since people are paying more, right, like they're paying yeah. for $15 an hour now instead of 10 or, or whatever, uh, prices of services are going up. We just had the dog's nails clipped uh, the other day, and normally that would have been 12 bucks over at Petco. It's now 20 Wow. What? Yeah. It's time for you to get a Dremel, dude. <laughs> I don't like doing that work, man. I it, don't like doing it. All it takes is to cut wrong one time. Yeah. And then that it's dog, no well, the dog hates you for the rest of the afternoon, yeah. but then it's, you just feel so bad. Yeah, it's no fun. But uh, I, I cut my cat's nails. I bet you do. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's it's tedious work. You got to be very careful. Oh, we didn't talk uh, yet about the Bitcoin situation. So we haven't we actually oh, yeah. haven't covered a lot about Bitcoin in recent weeks here on Free Talk Live. Uh, of course, there was the the big statement from Biden the other day, which basically boiled down to, "All right, Feds, you need to do more research and get back to me in six months." Uh, but here's something that's actually happening in the United Kingdom, according to Decrypt.co, the Financial Conduct Authority. The FCA, which I presume is the same as FinCEN here, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network in the United States. Sounds like it. The FCA has now told crypto ATM operators to shut down their machines or face enforcement action, according to a statement released this week. Yeah, Bitcoin ATMs is not accurate. I mean, of course, you know this. Um, The Bitcoin Mm -hmm. vending machine is accurate. If it was an ATM, they would be using it to access currency that was in their, their account. Yeah, that was in their account. But... It's not a teller machine. It's not an automated teller machine. It's a, it's a vending machine. Well, none of that matters. They want them gone. Uh, FCA added that cryptocurrency ATMs that offer crypto exchange services must be registered with the FCA and must comply with the UK's money laundering regulations. Quote, none of the crypto asset firms registered with us have been approved to offer crypto ATM services, meaning that any of them operating in the UK are doing so illegally. Yeah, we talked to one of these guys at uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival last year, and he had been operating one of these Bitcoin vending machines, and he did everything he could, you know, to make sure that people couldn't buy more than X amount, that they had to jump through some know-your-customer hoops and all of this other stuff, and he attempted he to tried. go through their uh, process. And we did extend, I think, almost an entire show talking yeah. with this guy about this, and Ultimately, they just said, okay, yeah, you're wasting your own time here. Withdraw this application, go home, close your business, and never look into this again. So they didn't approve anyone. That's exactly what happened in this case. Everybody that tried to jump through the government hoops 
was unsuccessful. <laughs> there was no one who was approved by the government operators or by the government to operate a, a Bitcoin vending machine. There's more coming up here at 603-283-6160. If you want to join us here, it's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want here. The number is 603-283-6160. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by Bitcoin.com. If you're ready to get into the world of cryptocurrency, start learning about Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. You can do that over at Bitcoin.com. Just click Get Started right there at the top of the page. And you'll find some introductory videos that will give you the basics. You should learn a little bit before you jump into this world because it is a pretty uh, different experience. There's some new ideas that you really ought to get a hold of, like decentralization, blockchain technology. You don't have to take a you know a, a class on it to really grasp some of the basics. Just watch a few videos over at Bitcoin.com. Of course, you can dig as deep into it as you want to. They've got some great information on their news website over at news.bitcoin.com. You get the latest news headlines there. Once again, that's news.bitcoin.com. Or if you're brand new, just head to Bitcoin.com and click Get Started at the top of the page, the Financial Conduct Authority of the United Kingdom is now telling all, with no exceptions, all crypto vending machine operators, or as they call them, crypto ATMs, to shut down, or they are going to face potential consequences. Uh, quote, none of the crypto asset firms registered with us have been approved to offer crypto ATM services, meaning that any of them operating in the UK are doing so illegally and consumers should not be using them, the FCA said in their statement that came out a few days ago. They said further, quote, We are concerned about crypto ATM machines operating in the UK and will therefore be contacting the operators, instructing that the machines be shut down or face further action. How many how many vending machines do you think are in the UK? Excellent question. That's the next uh, oh, well, there statement you go. here. <laughs> there you go. Uh, according to a handy website called Coin ATM Radar, which tracks uh, cryptocurrency vending machines around the world, there were only, or at the time of this writing, 81 cryptocurrency hmm. uh, machines there in the United Kingdom. More than 50 of those machines are located in London, with Birmingham wow. coming in second. Are you surprised by how few or uh, how by many? By the concentration within one city. Uh, on a global scale, the UK just makes it into the top 10 countries in the world by cryptocurrency ATM count, trailing Romania with 124. The United States is the world's largest uh, as far as number of ATMs with over 32,000. I was going to guess maybe a few hundred. Wow. In the United <laughs> States. Wait, the, wait, 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 what? That's what they said. They are everywhere. I mean, if you start paying attention, you will see them in places that you that will surprise you. Like when I went to where was it? Uh, Kentucky last year for Louder Than Life. At one point, I saw a Bitcoin vending machine somewhere that I did not know had even it's like existed. Like a convenience store or something? Yeah, I don't remember exactly where, but I remember seeing one and going, "Wow, I didn't didn't know that was there." A lot of these are just little. They don't have a sign. It's just a little kiosk. If you didn't know it was a Bitcoin vending machine, you probably wouldn't know it was a Bitcoin vending machine. Well, most of the people who are using these things are going there specifically to 
to use that machine. They're right. not going into that store for any other purpose. Uh, they're finding them online on sites like Coin ATM Radar, and they're making a point of going to that that space. So they will come in and ask the question, like, "Where is the vending machine?" Yeah, and they'll be pointed to it. FC- Which is a lot safer than having you know FBI agents driving through cities or whatever looking for the where, where's the Bitcoin vending machine sign. Hold on, even the even the specialists call themselves ATMs. Specialist coin ATM radar, they do that for convenience reason because I mean, to the average person, it is a lot like an ATM, right? It's an electronic box and money's involved. It does bank stuff. Well, Well, that's what it doesn't do, but that's what an automated uh, teller is supposed to do, supposed to do just bank stuff, correct? Yeah, which is why ATM is a terrible uh, terminology for it. But regardless, the FCA's most recent warning on cryptocurrency ATMs is just the latest in a series of crackdowns relating to the broader crypto industry. In January of last year, they issued a list of five concerns consumers should be aware of when dealing with cryptocurrencies, which related to consumer protection, price volatility, and misleading market material. The FCA added, quote, if consumers invest in these types of products, they should be prepared to lose all their money. That's what we we tell people that. That is good advice. I mean, you could lose everything. There, that is a possibility. Is it likely? Uh, no, if you invest so. only in fiat currency, though, you are guaranteed to eventually lose everything. No, you'll always have the dollars. Just whether or not they can buy anything is another well, they'll, question. They'll rot. Eventually. <laughs> by the way, by the way, coinatmradar.com yeah. is tracking thirty-six thousand four hundred fifty-two ATMs. But it's in 76 countries, so I'm sure the 32 is us. It's hard to believe that there's that many in the U.S. And 4,000, yeah, it really it is. And 4,000 floating around, and I'm going to look up New Hampshire and see how many we have here. Last I looked at New Hampshire, it was like 70-something. Quite a, quite a few. Uh, the warning was again reiterated in September of 2021 by the FCA CEO, Nikhil Rathi. The FCA also has concerns over specific firms in the crypto industry, including the largest exchange, Binance. The regulator previously told Decrypt it has a, quote, huge issue with Binance's apparent lack of a headquarters. And in September last year, it said (laughs) Binance's UK entity was, quote, not capable, unquote, of being regulated after it reportedly failed to provide basic information to the regulator. Binance doesn't have a headquarters? That's news to me. I thought they were on some sort of island nation in Africa or something like that, but I don't know. Well, that's essentially without a headquarters, I guess. I mean, I... It's I not think a subpoena that they would have to respond to. That's a good. That's good for them. I mean, good for them for yeah. not having an actual physical, you know, base where they're located. Smart. And they are the largest cryptocurrency exchange on the planet. So, but but the point here is like, well, what good would it do for Binance to jump through their hoops? Obviously, if you go by what they did to these Bitcoin ATM operators, jumping through the hoops actually didn't do anything to help them. And now all of them, 100% of Bitcoin vending machine operators in the United Kingdom are being threatened with violence if they don't shut down. I imagine the vast majority of them have already shut down. They shut down some point last year. Well, according to this article, 80 of them were still in existence as of the writing of this piece. And this this threatening statement just came out uh, a few days ago. So. Government's going to govern. Yep. And so that they're not just afraid of the cryptocurrency industry in the United States. All states that are paying attention should be afraid of cryptocurrency, as long as you've got a fiat currency. Now, if you're, if you're El Salvador and you don't have your own fiat currency, 
well, El Salvador is embracing Bitcoin because they mm. actually can see the value in having a decentralized currency that cannot be manipulated by some other government around the planet. So kudos to, even though they did it wrong, I mean, I, I still don't agree with how they implemented the Bitcoin legal tender rules in El Salvador, but I do still appreciate where they're coming from. And I do still appreciate the fact that it is pissing off like the International Monetary Fund and governments like the United States. I wish Russia was getting on board with it, man. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're really not slow. looking up. No, we, we can work with China and India to do this ruble, ruble pay thing or whatever. Like, dude, just use just Bitcoin. Just let it go. Yeah. It's right there. It solves all of these problems already. Well, Bitcoin doesn't have enough transactions per second to really be meaningful. Well, they as can far mix as... it up with Bitcoin Cash and Monero and Litecoin and Bitcoin and, and Some of the Dash. newer ones, yeah. Well, some of the newer ones are much faster as far as block times are concerned. And, you know, if you look at like Stellar Lumens, for instance, it's... I think that can handle quite a few transactions on that network. I don't know what the the cap is, but it doesn't have to be one cryptocurrency. No. And that's the amazing thing about cryptocurrency. You have so many of these wallets that people can install on their phones or on their devices support multiple hundreds of currencies. So, okay, Bitcoin is a little bit bogged down. That's fine. Use a different one. Yeah, and this is something that people do need to take the time to learn about. It's not going to go away as much as these governments want to try to stop this kind of thing. Okay, fine. You're going to go shut down the Bitcoin ATM machines from the UK. Well, now you have to go after every peer-to-peer seller. Because that's Don't the give next, them ideas. Well, <laughs> they probably already have that. I that's suspect <laughs> they've been targeting them just like they do here in, in the United States. But it's a lot harder to go after peer-to-peer sellers because they're not sitting in one location. The vending machines are easy to target. You can go pull up a map and you know exactly where they are all located. You can come in there with the jaws of life and rip them right out of the, the floor or the walls like they did with the Shire Free Churches machines uh, the day they raided us, which, by the way, I believe our anniversary is coming up tomorrow. Yes, this, that. Uh, this was the last time I went to sleep a year ago before things got weird. That's right. Before uh, government goons were kicking in doors and windows, bashing in uh, no, our friend Nobody's front door with a bearcat, uh, battering ram, destroying various people's property and all at six in the morning happy one year anniversary yeah it's i don't know if it's really happy but uh we're still be happy yeah we're 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 still here i'm grateful to be here rather than in a cage uh and i've still got a you know an ankle monitor on which i'd like to get rid of at some point but things could be worse and uh one thing we can't talk about is the case so we're just gonna leave it there so uh we'll see you tomorrow night you can join us online in the meantime over at freetalklive.com but if you want to learn more about the situation we're discussing you can go to thecrypto6.com it's i don't run that website it's somebody who is a supporter and there's a pretty crazy video that was recorded the morning of that raid which it's pretty rare to get footage like that but it's a nice thing about living here in new hampshire with freedom lovers